What up, the Fight Club League Nation and the Fight Club League members? Thank you for joining the Pump Fake Podcast, brought to you by the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. I'm Benny P. Joining me, as always, is the liquored double barrel oaked peace sweezy. Say what's up to the people. What's up to the people? There's definitely been some double oaked liquor involved. Yep. We aim to cover all the content, notable topics, and matchups from the Fight Club Fantasy Football League. We make no promises on time, but boy, do we make effort on uh, promises on effort. We brought it all today. We left it all on the table. Patrick, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the intro. Just the little introduction to what we're talking about. That's always included. It's going to happen. And then we we're going to get into our shots, 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 everybody, which is screenshots we've taken of the league, burning topics we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we get into that hardcore. And then we get into the Travers and Wades, which for the layman's terms is trades and waivers mm-hmm. and there are a ton spent a lot of time on that to get into today so we're going to talk about all the trades all the waivers all the weights all the travers and then we're going to get into some pick em review for weeks four or five and six recapping what we've done and then talking about the next week and then we're talking about some parlays on thursday mm-hmm. including a highlight of last week and oh, why yeah. last thursday's game was Stick so terrible but so exciting for someone me yeah. And then we talk about some more announcements for next week. And then, red alert, everybody, potential collusion in the league. We have to talk about mm-hmm. and investigate. Every on this league pod. member needs to listen to this. On you got to hear it. It's the last thing we talk about. You got to stick around. With that being said, we do adjust the volume on this podcast. So if you know any dif- notice any differences, please make sure to turn your volume down as we're trying to meet the, uh, the demand for volume changes. So let us know how that is. And then also we want to make sure to address that we're covering two, uh, two weeks here. So it's going to be a beefy pod. We appreciate you guys sticking around. Please listen until the end. We appreciate all the effort. And shout out Keely being our number one listener of all time. That's what I'm talking about. See ya. What up, potty people? It's your boy, Ben P. What you doing, Sweezy? What you drinking on? Drinking on... Actually, I can't see the front of the bottle if you want to turn it towards me. Sure. So I can... It's a Woodford Reserve Double Oaked Barrel Finish Select that Benny P. has provided with us tonight. Mm, yeah. Nor- yeah. Normally, we are <laughs> sipping on some type of trash Bud Light seltzer, but tonight, we're drinking in style because this is going to be a beefer. Uh, juicy beefer. So we're getting right into it. I want you to answer one question for me. Are you ready? I'll answer more than one, but I'll take one at a time. Okay. Who is Bill S? The Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Let me try that again. Who is Bill Space Capital S? Well, since I think the cat's out of the bag, it is Bill Simmons. Awesome. Are you impressed that Griffin was able to figure that out? Yeah, I guess so. He probably got some context from something somebody said, referencing it, and he Googled it. He was like, LeBron Bill James, S, maybe LeBron, LeBron James yeah. take, something yeah. like that. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> it, was a good, it was a good work. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't know who that was at this point, to be yeah, honest. That's what. That's where I'm at. But the detective work, sure, he got there. Scruff McGruff on the case, figured out who <sighs> Bill S was. Great pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and do a little, uh, little, uh... Thanks, kitties. Calm down. Okay, so... I wanted to tell you something. 
the power rankings. I know it's been a while since we've done the pod, and on the intro we'll talk about how we took a break and all that stuff and cover it. But going back to week four, I have a screen, well, I have a note taken that Luke S. decided if I win this week, then I'm going to do the podcast. Wow. He went to drop 180 points. Wow. That's a top 10 score in our league. Maybe yeah. top five. I don't remember. Top six or seven, I think. Okay. And then he produced the pod, or he produced the power rankings. The man was and they were great. Of course they were. They were fantastic. They were awesome. Shouts out to Luke S. for a fantastic power rankings. We really appreciate you doing it. Um, yeah, thanks so much. Anything else you'd like to say about them? No, I appreciate it. The, the, they made me LOL a couple times. Absolutely. There I loved them. Beautiful little nuggets in there. Nuggets. Loved it. Great stuff. Need more of that. Yeah, more of that. So thank you for doing that. Here's a another thing. Just in the swing of getting into this podcast, we're not going to leave any stone unturned. Mm-hmm. That's what the doc is for. Yep. Trust the doc. Trust in the doc. We sh- What is it? Trust in the doc. In the doc we trust. In the doc we trust. In doc we trust. In, the do- in doc we trust. And here it is. So, big data. Big data. Wait. Do you have it? No way. Let me tell you this and don't forget. In this session, let us try to understand what is big data. The next big question that comes to our mind is how huge this data needs to be in order to be classified as big data. How huge this data need to be Mm -hmm. to be classified as big data. How huge does it need to be, Ben? Let me tell you one thing. I will go to my grave defending the 2018 championship and... What's it called when you have a baby? Like you birth? Consummate the marriage? Well, that's not a baby. That's just the, the deed. Um, the consummation of the Fight Club League was in year 2018, year our Lord, and I was the championship. Year our Lord? What is wrong with year our Lord? What does that mean? Year uh, of our Lord? Year of our Lord? Yeah. After AD stands for year... No. No, after death is what AD stands for, right? Uh, the Christians believe that, but it's actually Anno Domini. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What Which that mean? means in the year of our Lord. What? So why are you giving me a hard time? I'm not. Didn't I say that? Have I been saying something different? You said year our Lord. Okay, year of but our Lord. But it's in the year of the Lord. That seems pretty par for the course for Ben. Just off by hair. <laughs> Just off on a phrase by hair. Okay, so year our Lord, 2018, when the Fight Club League was assembled, I have all the big data that is needed from the beginning to the end. We will have the alpha and we will have the omega, okay, of data for the Fight Club League. And it didn't start with Sleeper. And I know that there's a big kerfluffle all up in the group me, okay? And it all starts with this, okay? We've estimated that for someone to repeat what the win streak freaks did Mm -hmm. back in 2018, no, 2019, sorry, 2019, Mm -hmm. a 13-game winning streak by Isaac Meisner himself. The win streak freaks. The statistics on that would say that in the next 833 seasons, statistically, we'll see that repeated. Okay? Right. So for us to be able to have 833 seasons worth of data compiled in one area, 
you would have to start at the beginning of that data point. Is that correct? Yeah. And if the beginning of that data point is 2018, then we need to track it from 2018. I Regardless love... okay. of the way that we're keeping score, what unit measurement that might be, whether it be fantasy sleeper league or ESPN sleeper league or underdog fantasy league, whatever yeah. league you're using. Underdog fantasy league. Yeah. Underdog fantasy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. DFS. I don't think they have like fantasy football. No, you're probably right. They don't. All I have to say is that if the league started in 2018, then that needs to be starting in 2018 and we need to have data recorded all the way to the next Isaac Minor win streak freaks. I love to disagree with you probably more than anything else on this pod. <laughs> I love that. How can you But do- I have to agree with you on this one. Thank you. I um yeah, we put too much hard work, blood, sweat, and tears to get to this league. Yes. We went through too much we went with the through... previous league. I will never forget that you still owe me a first round pick because I traded you a first round pick wow. for DeMarco Murray. You're and, right. You're right. And I and didn't what's get... his name wore me out about it. Yeah. Uh, Brad Nolan. Yeah. And I never got to see that the fruition of that. Wow. And that's fine because that league is dead. But this the blood, sweat, and tears alive. we put to put Fight Club where it is now. Yeah. We have to respect the entirety of this timeline. Thank you. So I, I agree. This also, Fight Club League did not start with Sleeper. We evolved to Sleeper. Thank you. We, but we evolved to something else. That's yes, the, we may evolve to... It may just be virtual one day. This, we're, we're all in our virtual reality world yeah. with our virtual reality points. Okay. QB1. We'll get yeah. To, yeah, so I, I have to agree with you. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, people want to act like they don't agree with you. Right. But they actually agree with you. And I appreciate you saying that too. Yeah, yeah I think so. Other things, I'm totally with them, though. Other things? Other things, yeah. I'm totally with them Other against things. you, though. Here's the thing, too. I'm not done yet. All right? Yeah. I won the championship and bought the trophy with my own money. Nobody split that trophy. And nobody split the, the trash trophy, the the um, worst the manager bowl. trophy. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody split that. That was my own choice. That was all your cash? All my own volition. You remember we wow. went to the place where we got almost towed or the parking tickets at, um, you remember... Pazos. Uh, Pazos. We went there. We, that was yeah. Remember, we went to Pazos. Uh-huh. That was when we had our first um, postseason yeah. uh, celebration, and I revealed the trophy. Like I covered it up in a thing. Remember, mm-hmm. and I revealed it at the table. Yes, whenever mm-hmm. it was unveiled. Yeah, I remember that. No one split that with me. That was my own winnings from the 2018 league that bought the trophy that we'd set us into. Wow. That set the ripples into the Fight Club League for futures to come. All right, League, you're on notice. Listen. You're on freaking notice. I bought that trophy with my own money. I got a Bears thing, uh, a Bears pullover. I could have got a jersey, but I decided not to. I was going to get the cash. Then I got a ring so that mm-hmm. I could keep on remembering that I was a 2018 champion. You're pointing at it right and now. You bring it with you to every right pod. Now, I, I have every to look pod, at it. And then I bought a Bears pullover, and mm-hmm. that was it. Yep. Trophy, um, garbage trophy for worst manager, the ring, and then this. Put and some respect like, I'm just saying, like this, this, we put we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in this league to make it happen. Let's not disrespect its origin because its origin was a beautiful thing. Okay, I'm with you with all that. All right, I've given you as much right, support as I could possibly give you. I'm done. If we want to argue about the legitimacy of your championship, we can go there. I can I can get on that train. Talk mm-hmm. about kickers all day, but. I'm with you on the origin of the league. The legitimacy of the win. What do you like? The only person that wasn't in the league at the time was Ross L. 
No, I'm not saying anything yeah. to do with the consistency of the league. Okay. But the fact that the kicker got you there, I'm never going to let no, you live no, no. down. And that's another thing that's like, it's so beautiful. I and Connor watched... shouldn't either because it came against him in the first round of the playoffs. Yes. yes, it did. And it's like, it's not even enough though because the reality is that it's a beautiful thing to remember. And I know Eric J remembers it. I know Evan S remembers it. We were at the, um, we were at the, me and you mm-hmm. were at the new uh, commons area on Bill Swinford's tab. If you remember going to yeah. the, the Christmas thing, yes. we were there whenever the, it was like a three or four domino effect thing took place to get me as the six seed into the league Cinderella or into seed. the, into the playoffs. Yep. And I remember like it was yesterday and I'm sure Evan could probably rec- recall it if he hadn't blocked all this out of his memory. So it's a beautiful origin. We don't need to disrespect it. I've got all the stats to take place and I would defend it to my dying day, even though I know that people will fight me for it tooth and nail. That's all that I have to say about that. Yeah. Anything else? No. Yeah. I think we said it all. I think, um, we have to respect the entirety of this league, even if it means acknowledging a Ben P trophy. Thank you for that, saying like that, that is highly, um, questionable and potentially illegitimate, but nonetheless, he has a trophy. It is not my honor. It is not my joy, yeah, but it is my duty yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to bestow to speak truth. To speak truth and bestow with upon you that trophy and that ring because you do have it and it is a part of the history of this league. Man, I appreciate you saying that. Let's move on. All right. All right. Let's get into shots, man. Shots. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? I'm pumped up. Bourbon down, candy down. Just want to take a moment, a moment of silence for Javante Williams going Mm. down. Uh, I know that this was a couple of weeks removed, but he deserves a moment for everything that he did for the Javante's Infernos. Yep. That damn crow. Damn crow. All right, so we move on. Team name changes have taken place since week four. It's true. Rebranded. Rebranding. So let's talk about a few of them. You ready? Random muck. You ready? Yep. Eric Johnson. Don't talk about fight chub. Love it. Big fan. Big fan of that. Love it a lot. Okay? Big fan. Isaac. I need help on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes Debo. He... Oh, is it big? Oh, he posted a video okay. of an interview with Debo. Did you watch it? No, I did not. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad that this I can give this context. So they asked Debo something. I don't know every detail, but they asked him like, are defenders like now tired of defending you? Are they like mad to see you when they line up across from you? And Debo said, I mean, you can kind of see it on their, on their faces. When I come over there, it's, oh, here he come. Here comes Debo. <laughs> so there okay. it is. Thank so he gave so the context I in the group me. So. Literally did not have that one. So I didn't know until he re- shared that 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 was where it came from. I thought I'm it was like uh, for oh, some reason. Oh, here she comes that time. I, honestly, I thought it was like hey, a Fat Albert thing. Oh, 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 here comes Debo. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Literally, what I thought it was. Yeah, that's better. Actually, okay, I like okay. That better. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scruff, name change to Bill S. Well, for a while it was, who is Bill S? Who he, is Bill S? Yeah, and it just had question marks. And then, Like the Riddler. Then, yeah. <laughs> Batman. It was a Riddler. Then he changed it. He has the actual photo of Bill S. 
He yep. is. He's confirmed that he knows who he is. And now he is and him. Now he is him. He has become him. What do they say? I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. Stefan Diggs said Schmidt, that. I'm him. Schmidt. Schmidt. I'm him. Youths. Youths. Street youths. Street youths. All right. Last one is, as far as the IKLC, myself. Oh, yeah. On the heels of a four-touchdown game from Travis Kelsey. A lot that goes into that. There's a lot of layers here to A lot of unpack. layers. I don't want to get into it too deep. We might be able to get into it later. The reality is, when, when yeah, whenever we cover week uh the week review and i talk about monday night miracle i'll probably go into that a little bit but okay honoring a four touchdown game is what i was wanting to do and i think i did get a little a little deeper than i anticipated getting yeah it it, it changed things in the universe yeah for sure and mm-hmm. i'm worried about it you should be as far as the as far as the ikelc did not go very far last season no they that, did not see you very far at all now you're not up in adams anymore i wasn't up in adams though no i know but now you're definitely not maybe no, we'll see we'll see i don't again I can't see. Nice. No. I mean, he shouldn't be spending any jail time. Well, we don't need to get into yeah. that again. <laughs> we talked about this the whole entire time before the pod. All right, cool. Moving on to the next thing. All right. So here's, here we go. Um, I just want to acknowledge that suicide prevention line. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want to... Yeah. Okay, let me just quote from Alex Tisver. Went to bed early last night. Was feeling good. Going to get a great win for the team. Um, Woke up up and said I wanted to take a permanent nap. Something along the lines of that. Evan S. responds, this is a red flag in suicide prevention. Someone wanting to take a permanent nap. Is there any fantasy suicide prevention hotline? Feel free. Feels like sleepers should have had one. We've got gambling hotlines in case you're addicted. Don't get addicted to gambling. Yeah, gamble responsibly. But we don't have a suicide prevention hotline. And we have two culprits. Tisver saying he wants to take a permanent nap. And then I have Eric J also saying, after being outbid, and we'll talk about on the Travers, Mm -hmm. being outbid perfectly by Scruff, that he also wants to take a permanent nap. Do you see any suicides on the horizon in the Fight Club League? I don't want to go on record saying either way, um, but I could see what would get could you, you there. Could you go on record, maybe t- saying a little bit about whether or not you see someone killing I, themselves in this fantasy football club league? I have concerns. I'll say it this way: It's have, Fight Club League. I'm, I'm worried with, about you. I'm worried about you. I, I'm here for you. Are you I talking you. to Tiz? I'm are talk, you talking to Eric Johnson? I'm talking to all of you. All right, all of you. I'm talking to all. This can league. get us all down. All right, we can all be down sometimes. I'm talking to you right now. I love you. All right. Don't give up. This is a long season. And listen, we're a win or loss league. That's true. Oh, yeah. But also points for. So you always have the points for. Always points for. You can always fight for points for. You can go O in whatever the league is. What is it? What is it? How many weeks are there now? 14? I don't know. You can go O in whatever, guys. And then you can win the points for. I did it. All right. I'm an example. Yeah, you are. I made the points four with a very losing record. Yeah. So you can get there. All right? So whatever has you down, just remember, we're a win or loss league and points four. And points four. Okay, good. Got it. Uh, I'm not worried about Eric Johnson as much, but yeah, Tiz, I'm definitely uh, worried about with him being a a bystander to the uh, Monday Night Miracle. Definitely one of those. No, I cannot blame him. So with that being said, in hopes of stirring on Tiz's spirits a little bit. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I did want to ask his power ranking idea. Um, <clears throat> so he would thought it would be an interesting power rankings for us to all give a paragraph on our team, how we feel about our team, and then we would all send them to him and he would compile them into a power rankings of sorts. What do you think about that idea? I respect it. I like it. I would do it. It'll never happen. <laughs> um, couldn't have said it better myself. I <laughs> love the idea. As soon as I saw it, I said that's absolutely exactly what we should do to help spur on Alex Scissor. We saw Javante William, or Javante's Inferno's down in the dumps. They got a win, and the way to bolster that, I mean, he even said he was feeling soulless at the time, and he wanted to produce some power rankings. It helped bring Mojo back to the team. I was thinking Tiz was maybe trying to do something along the same lines. Mm-hmm. It won't ever happen. Yeah. Because that would require all 12 of us, yeah. all 11 outside of yourself, Tizver, to produce a paragraph. We can't get one person pr- to produce 12 paragraphs. Mm-hmm. So getting all of us to produce mm-hmm. one is completely out of the question. It seems just seems as hard. just ridiculous. Yeah. I, w- I would, I would compare it. it to that of a camel going through the eye of a needle. Ah, yes. Yes, Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Yes. Very, very hard. So it won't happen, but great idea. Great idea. Anything else you want to say about that? Nope. Um, except, are we talking about... Nah, we'll get back to the weekly review on manager yep. mistakes that have brought yep, you to... exactly. We will. Trust yep. in the doc. In the doc we trust. I'm trying to trust the doc. In the doc we trust. Um, punters. I think we should add punters to Evan S. Wanted to notate this and say I thought at first he brought up adding an offensive lineman um, and then you said yeah from from what I've heard defensive players are are not not cool whenever you add them to the league and then he said last I checked offensive lineman wasn't a defensive player and somebody said something about and then he brought up punters later so do you think we should have punters yes if we're gonna have kickers <laughs> Let's double down. Okay. Add punters. Well, all right. We're not going to have another topic on this one, so we can go into it a little bit. You can't actually be against kickers. Why? Yes, I can, and I will <laughs> to my grave. Okay, so I guess last Monday you <clears throat> you fell to a amazing kicking performance by Carlson. So you are bitter about it right now. Well, that didn't get him the win. I don't care about that. No, it was Mahomes. It was and definitely it was, Mahomes. Yeah, it was Mahomes. It was not okay, Edwards Alaire. So... I don't like going this route because it supports Evan, but Tucker is amazing. Like, he's absolutely phenomenal. He's a stud. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel like his performances should be monitored through fantasy? No. I don't. Wow. Because kickers, in general, are a crapshoot. And you cannot really predict with any consistency what a kicker is going to do. A crap team with a crap kicker could put up 10 field goals in a game and you would never know it. And if some crap team had that crap kicker and got 10 field goals, they could win the week. Okay. So is it right for me to say that? <laughs> is it right for me to say in comparison that Titans are the same way? You can never tell when a Titans going to have a tight end is going to have a good game. You right. just stream them and then they perform when they perform and it is what it is. Some of the greats have great performances consistently, like your Tuckers and your Kelseys. But for the most part, it's a crapshoot. So should we just get rid of Titans? It's not a crapshoot, though, with Titans. There is a, a larger disparity between the number one and then the number even four. Sure. Okay. But that still takes... You can you can stream Titans and think, 
okay, this defense, bad against tight ends or a bad pass defense, or they're going to lock down the number one player, the tight end's going to get a lot of targets. You can take some strategy steps. You're not always going to get it right, but you can take some steps. There's still luck involved with tight ends, but not as much luck with kickers. I just, I don't know. I just don't see the point. Okay, so I don't want to go too far on this, but do you also think we should get rid of defenses by chance? No, because that is also a skill-based position. You're able to assess a little bit from the the defensive side of things how the game script's going to go. Yeah, how the game's going to go if the defense is good and if the offense is bad. Okay, so tell me this. If I can predict... If I'm going to be playing a t- uh, play a defensive end, okay. If I can predict that they are a good defense, so for those reasons, they will not let touchdowns happen. Kickers should be in the league because I can do the same calculations for tight ends and for defenses as I would for a kicker. You would go primarily, and maybe this is a fault for our league for not doing the research on this, but you could go primarily to how are how does this defense do in the red zone. There's a plenty of data that mean you can find on defenses that do not allow touchdowns at a very, very high rate, meaning that you should get the kicker on the opposing offense. No, I'm out. So punters? Yeah, punters, though, because... Um... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, let's get punters. I would actually switch kickers for punters. Let's do that. All right. Or offensive um... linemen or whatever you want. No, I'm out on kickers, and I always will be. I don't like it. I don't think it's a waste, and I hate it at the freaking draft whenever somebody goes up there. Yeah, dude. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, Justin Tucker. And okay. it's just like, okay, we're wasting a round on this. He's just going to get him for a dollar. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's Justin not, Tucker honestly mm-hmm. should go for more than one dollar. We should at least, here, listen, listen in on this. I don't know that we're ever going to get kickers out. Well, hold on, that was going to be my first question. So answer that and then go on what you're doing. Sorry to interrupt you. What's my first question? Go for it. Well, answer this mm-hmm. do you think that we will have a year where we do not have kickers in the fight club league i would love to see that year do you think that it will come but i don't think it's going to happen will it happen before someone does a win streak freaks again <clears throat> no definitely not okay so you just don't see it happening. i just don't see it happening um, okay Sorry. i would love for us to evolve in that way yeah as i said tucker should go for more than one dollar on the draft tell me what you think about that or where you were going with your thought i don't care about that i don't okay. care how many dollars tucker goes love for that um, I would never spend more than a dollar for Tucker on the draft. Okay. You're going um, somewhere else down the line. wanted to help get you on. I was going to say, if we're going to keep kickers in the league, I don't want to waste our time, our precious time, in the auction draft where somebody goes up with their first pick and says, yeah. Justin Tucker, and then we're just sitting there like, okay, a dollar, take right. them, whatever. I would like us to do something separate for the kickers. We could do some type of interesting little draft just Ooh, for the kickers. a wrinkle. Just a little different little thing for like, okay, everybody, let's get our kickers real quick. First thing before the draft even starts, we yeah. do some interesting little draft thing with kickers. And then number one gets Tucker, and then everybody else goes down the line, picks their kickers, gets them out of the way early. I barely know quick. her, though. You do barely know her, but you know her better if we did a little draft. I love it. 100% on this. I, I don't have that... a great idea for no, it at this right. point, even if it's a Smash Bros. Brawl deal or something. Where, we like, should go back to that. That was I good. loved that. That was so much fun. That's the thing I miss most about Snake Draft, is doing a Smash Bros. Brawl. Um, maybe we could bring it back for Kickers Alone. Maybe we could. Or something. Something yeah. interesting with Kickers. It would be easy just to, to get them out of the way. It. Okay. I he, love this. Some, just get them out I of the way. I hope that this spurs on some group me conversation. Because if we're going to have kickers in the league, they might as well not waste our time on auction draft. I love that. I love that a lot, actually. Thanks for, thanks yep. for putting that out in the universe. All right. 
Let's move on. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. What's our next thing? What are we doing here? Um. Yeah. I want to talk to you about team pictures. But okay. before I do that, I'm gonna take note in the doc to text the group me. Uh, group me about kicker thing and Smash Bros. Love that. I'll text that later. All right. What's the deal, man? Why haven't you changed your picture? Because I'm not skilled. What? I'm not skilled in the visual arts. All you have to do is go into Google and press that. Everybody else has done that. Why? No. Because. Game of Jones? You don't think you can Google something on Game of Jones? I've tried. Ben, I've tried. Have you really? Yes, I've tried. And it's not what I want. I'm a perfectionist, all right? And so I'm not Kevin, all right? No, you're not. I'm not him. No, I'll never be him. So I don't have the skill to put Aaron Jones on the throne, on the Iron Throne. And that's what I want. Um, I was about to be pissed. There's one right here. No, it's not. But Game it's of not, Jones. But it's and not. It's, it's, it's Julio. Jones. It's Julio. I've seen it because I've done the research. I put in the time. Hashtag time in. All right. I put the time I'm in. I'm doing this right in front of your face. I hope that you're worried. No, I've legitimately looked through every page of Google Images trying to find Game of Jones with Aaron Jones on the throne. It's not going to be there. You're not going to find it. Who's that? My, my only move is to just put an empty throne on there because I don't have the skills to Photoshop That's a Aaron good Jones one. on there. But I mean, come on. Game of Jones? That alone? You can't just do that one? I don't like that one. Oh, I don't like on. it. That's where I, that's what I'm saying. I'm a perfectionist right. on these things. I don't want to just throw something up there. Here's the thing. So, so, I, I okay. partially believe you because you went right to this. You went to like, I'm a perfectionist. It's not what I want. It's not going up there. Yep. I wish that you had deviated just a little bit so that I could have caught you in your kerfuffle here and the game of Jones, just the phrase or like these images that I'm seeing right here should be no, your seen image. I've seen you've them. seen them. You've chose not to do that. I believe you. Yep. Okay. And Kevin's is too beautiful to cover up with that crap. All right. So I'd rather keep a Kittle and a Rahimbo right. over that crap game of Jones. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't need okay? you to. I don't but need, listen. Yeah. Okay. But listen. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought this up because... Okay. Luke S. called me out in the power rankings. I'm not changing my photo, but he didn't call anybody else out. I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. Alex Cook. Yep. My man, I have Devontae Adams. So I know you're not up in Adams. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you need to change your photo as well. The reality is that this is uh, it's causing a, a kerfluffle. Another kerfluffle. It's causing a kerfluffle. We've got so many kerfluffles. Not on this pod. That was outside of the pod. We were talking about kerfluffles. I swear you just said kerfuffle not 20 seconds ago in this pod. Are you serious? Somebody tell me. Somebody, Somebody leave, check. leave a message. Did Ben, did ben say already kerfuffle. say kerfuffle? Because I think he did. But listen, yeah, I get it. My my picture's not updated. All right. Go I mean, Evan your, S's is something about Tucker. Barely know her. He has Tucker But on that's his not team. his name, though. It so what's the name. point? What it's not his name. He's the Stallions. Oh, you're right. It is. So, I mean, what, 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 where are we draw the line here? Well, I mean, it's the. That's a great point. Honestly, you catch me in a little bit of a. Should, I, I fall I back go, a little bit, but if I, I go guess get Raheem Mostert. Am I am I good? In theory. Yeah. So, where are we draw the line here? Honestly, it goes sleeper a little bit because there's a little bit too much. We love it, yes, and we love the option to do it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that nicknames don't need to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe the photos too much. The avatars are I way love, too No, much. I love the photo. I don't want to get so rid of So you're not trying to take away the photo. No, no, you're no, just trying I to take away it. team names? No. What are I'll, you trying to do? I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to say that I want it to be perfect for me because I have a problem. I've okay. got a perfectionism problem. All right? So you think the team name and photo should be synced, though? 
No, they shouldn't be. Well, what do you mean? Like, like ideally, and stallions. Is I don't have a problem with Evan having Tucker on because the photo. he has Tucker on his. I'm just team. saying, if somebody's gonna call me out for not having an updated photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan doesn't have anything with his team name either. He's got Tucker on his team, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's where we really draw the line. Is it? Is it? The picture should represent the team name. That's it. Like it should be. Those should be one and the same. Mm-hmm. Or. If you're deviating from one or the other, we need to try to tighten it up. Just tighten it up. Hey, yeah. lock it up. Lock I'm, it up. I'm not sure I care much about the picture. I love when the picture So tear matches. it out for me. Tear it out for me. So okay. you're saying, okay, team name is first. Absolutely. The possession of the player for your team name is second. Has to be. And the image is last. Yes. That's how you feel about it. Yep. And I'm fine. Yeah. I love. Okay. Ideal world. Team name, picture, player on the team, right? All line up. Love it. That's the stars aligning. Mm-hmm. I don't have one of those right now. I have a picture that doesn't match my team name and player. Man, so starting, I'm off starting to get sync. Emotional. I'm off sync a little bit, yeah. Ben. Yeah. But we have to re- realize the skill gap here. All right. I don't have it. I don't have it, man. I can't Photoshop oh, that I mean, stuff. I, I mean, Car- Kevin started a new job. Now, did fa- the Fight Club League get him good. the new job? Yes. Mm-hmm. Should he have mm-hmm. redone them for us? I'm not going to say yes no. to that, but... It's not on him. The least he could have done. We got him a new job. But the problem is he set the standard, and I can't fall below that standard now. Okay. I have too much pride. Okay. Okay? Yep. So I respect anybody that has their picture up there. That's great. You yeah. did a good job. Um, Luke did a great job with Javante's Inferno. That was cool. Dropped him like he was hot because he was on fire and he died. Yeah, ACL. That, that is unfortunate. Death. I mean, death. when you talk about the Inferno, you have to expect it, I guess. Um, last thing I want to talk about here, McCaffrey on the move. Have you got any insight on this? I have zero insight on what McCaffrey's doing. Do you doing. think it's possible? Yes, because if I was the Panthers, I would 100% be building for the future. We bet it on Baker Mayfield. Yeah. We took a bet on Baker Mayfield. It was a failed bet, so now we just need to go ahead and take I a would dive. be moving DJ Moore before I move McCaffrey. Um, how old is McCaffrey? I don't even know, but he's got some years I don't know. left. He's got some years left. He's a young stallion. So here's the but thing. But it's definitely possible. Do we think that I hope he doesn't McCaffrey go to goes to the Bills is the only thing that could essentially de-slay these stallions? Can you give me the vocab on what you mean by de-slay? Uh, de-slay, I kind of have them attached to a, uh, a uh, maybe de-wagon these horses. What horses are you? The stallions. The sta- he has a group of stallions. Who does? Evan. Okay. And so if we are going to de-wagon these stallions or maybe let the gate out and uh-huh. let these stallions run free and lose some of the stallions, mm-hmm. do we think that McCaffrey coming into the Bills organization is going to, one, hinder Josh Allen? Oh, 0%. No. Okay, no. It will not hinder Josh Allen. Because out of the backfield. Yes, because he's going to get plenty of So if you're Evan work. S in this situation, are you worried? No, if I'm having S, I'm not worried. I mean, I I think it'll be marginal at best, the difference you'll see for Josh Allen with Christian McCaffrey on the team. But I'm worried for every other piece of that offense. Diggs takes a little step down. Singletary is gone. Yeah. I mean, he's already not dependable. Right. But, yeah, I just think – I don't think Al- he would. I would worry if I had Allen and McCaffrey came over. I don't think I would be super excited. But, I mean, he's going to get so much involvement in the passing game that it's going to be irrelevant. Okay. 
That that does it for me on shots. Do you have anything that you like to say? No, not on shots. Not on shots. Let's move on to the uh, the next segment here and uh, take a little break. All right, let's get into some Travers and Wades. We got a lot to cover over the course of the last two weeks, so we're going to dive right in. Going back to seven days ago, there was 15 new waiver claims that took place, one of which was Tyler Algier in the amount of $26 going to the highest bidder of Kevin Wallace with a perfect bid. Let me just do that. Perfect bid. Perfect bid goes to Kevin Wallace for Tyler Algier. Uh, we can look back now. We have the benefit of hindsight. To see, that was worth it? Not really. No. 5.8 points. Don't even know if he made him in the starting lineup. Yeah. Other notable topic for the waivers. Tell me what uh, what possessed Isaac Meisner to spend $25 on a, Mike, on a Mark Ingram going into week five. Yeah, he said he was just really hoping that Kamara didn't play. Oh, okay. But did worth Kamara twenty five for a hope? Yeah, interesting. Uh, hope for Strategy. a backup against. I don't. Did he play? Did Kamara play? What week was it? There's so many weeks going by. Well, now. it was week five that he played, and the reality is that uh, uh, he only got four point five points. Mark did with only nine carries for sixteen yards. And the week that or, sorry, yeah, Kamara carries. didn't play. Did he put? Did Ingram do anything? No, eight point three points, six point eight points, four point five points. Wow. It's not like yep. he's worth twenty five dollars on. So okay, sorry. So no, Ingram has been on the Saints the whole season. Yeah. never mind. Okay, it was Latavius Murray that dropped down and moved. Mm-hmm. Okay, later down the line, Latavius Murray, Latavius or Isaac did get Mark Ingram and Latavius. Okay, wow, a total of thirty dollars on the New Orleans. No, Latavius went to the Denver. The Denver. The Denver Broncos. He went to the Denver. Regardless, a uh, notable topic was Mark Ingram and Algier. Um, everybody's trying to catch lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? And neither <laughs> one of those was that thing. Neither one of those was lightning. There was no bottle. Neither one of them. So with that being said, did you see any other notables that took place? Maybe uh, on the on the old spectrum there. I can't remember, to be honest There was nothing. Okay, there was good. nothing. Uh, we saw Mark's. Uh, we saw Matt Stafford dropped. Very, very mm-hmm. big uh, pride. You let go of your ego to let that happen. So that was that was well done from Lucas. Picked up Jared Goff. Interesting. Well, I guess there were so Geno Smith today. No, 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 no. We'll get to week six. Don't worry. Okay. Just on week you... five. Sorry. I, I'll sorry. Okay. Maybe I. So Algier and Ingram. Those are the everyone's. Uh, there's perfect perfect picks galore in the mix of that. Week five waiver wire, but nothing else really notable. Nothing really that went into the future as far as notable pickups from that week. Into the future. So now we go on to week six. Week six. Okay. Go ahead and scroll down here. Get relevant. Get notable. This is what just happened. We had a total of nine new waiver wires claimed. And this is what we talked about before. Why Eric Johnson is on the suicide fantasy football watch. Um, Watch list. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith purchase of $16 from Scruff McGruff, $1 over Eric Johnson, who was hurting from the quarterback position, went off to make a quarterback trade down the line. Uh, but yeah, Geno Smith, $16, perfect bid by Scruff. Where do you feel like Scruff has learned, and how do you feel like he's got insight to this perfect bid of 
Man, that's such a great question. Um, who was this quarterback? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, he So he in won. need. He was in need. He was in need after the, the stinker yeah. that the Jacksonville Jaguars put up against the Texans last week. And when you've got back to back almost forty point game and a thirty one point nine game. Yeah. And yeah. Gino is a top six quarterback in our league right now. Um he looks pretty good. So yeah, I mean this was a perfect bid. This was good um, wait, against wait, his wait, opponent. Wait. Did we say perfect bid? Perfect bid. What was I saying before? When? Did I say perfect bid? <laughs> what are you talking about? When I did the baby voice last time? Man, I can hardly remember your baby okay. voices anymore. Perfect bid. Yeah, I did. I did. I remember it now. Okay. Yeah, perfect bid from Geno Smith. $16. Yeah. Will it pay off is the question. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, Eno, Benjamin, great name. Isaac Meisner, uh, doubling my value on him, but got what got his guy and might be able to buy him a week worth of play from Eno, so it might be worth it if I'm in the shoes of Isaac Meisner in that situation. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So I wouldn't say it's a perfect bid, but a pretty good bid. Ben P., I did get Taysom Hill. If there's one person that I would say... I never would have thought I would have got him on my team. It was Taysom Hill. Yeah, so do you believe in him? I mean, I know. I so, know he had the blow-up week. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do I believe in him? No, okay. I don't. But does is my team's depth so weak that I need? Again, this is what I'll say. My team is a um, where we have a great, consistent, powerful quarterback. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think that we are a boomer bust team, plain and simple. There's going to have weeks where we put up duds. We're going to have weeks where we put up big points. I think that Taysom fits right in. He's not going to find... I don't believe that I'm going to be dropping Taysom Hill, if that makes any sense. Just because whenever I do miss Kelsey, I'm going to love the tight end play there. Just to go ahead and throw him in there and say he could get zero. He could get 20. See what happens. That's why I put him on my team is because we are a boomer bust team and I'm just accepting it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. And then... I think he might find my flex from time to time because, again, my team is so weak. Flex. Yes, he might. My team is so weak that I'm literally having to shuffle through. And this is me, I mean, just being transparent with you. I mean, in the league, right now he's in my flex against Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. But the reality is Khalil Herbert's not getting a start. Oh, yeah, you have Kelsey. You have Kelsey. Sorry, he's in the flex. Yeah, I know, no. I'm just I just realized, yeah, you have Kelsey. Yeah, I've got You don't need a tight end. Well, I mean, he's going to go on bye week here in a little bit, and I'm going to – yeah. And I'm going to need a tight end, and I feel like I might as well have him ready, especially if he's going to make some flex play for me. I'm not playing Khalil Herbert. Devontae Adams is going to jail and also on bye week next week. And then Zay Jones and Garrett Wilson, my other two wide receivers, it's, okay. I don't know. It's a toss-up. And so I figured I need to go ahead and get him, and I feel like I'm going to keep him on my roster, believe it or not. Okay. Honestly, the long-term play is I do see Jahan Dotson being most of the flex plays that I use going forward once he's ready. But he's still hurt at this point. Okay. All right. You don't like Jahan Dotson? No, I love Jahan Dotson. I am the Taysom Hill thing has got me, thrown me for a loop. Yeah. That he's in your flex right now. That he's on my team. You're either going to be also confused that the fact he's on my team. You're either going to be a fool or a genius. Yep. But if you're a boomer best team, then that slides right in there. I I think that's it's just from our management this year as a fantasy football manager i'm just designating that's what we are this year we're mm-hmm. a boomer bus team yeah 
Well, um, we're going to have Monday nights where we put up 55 points between two people. We're going to have weeks where we don't even reach 100. Mm-hmm. So. so we have to touch on the fact that Tiz did drop a huge bid on him a few weeks ago. Yes. $21. Yes. And then dropped him is, a week later. Yeah, this is great. Actually, insight here. If I pull up the Taysom Hill history, $21 on this. Dropped by Tiz 10 days later. Added for 21 Dropped 10 days later. After everyone roasted Tiz for his waiver wire play. Yeah. Which the waiver wire play was $21, and I think the next closest person was zero. Yeah, and there was others. It wasn't just Taysom that week. Yes. Yeah, he made multiple waiver so, wire plays. But I do think that it is amazing that a total of $28 is going to be spent on Taysom between two people. Like, he's getting dipped into the waiver wire, and then is needed in surplus, and then he's getting dropped, and then needed again. So it's kind of like... And Tiz did bid on him again. Did he really? Yeah, three $3. <laughs> He wasn't going to do higher than that. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. it. He was not going to get roasted again. I talked myself down from nine all the way to whatever it was, seven. It was seven, and that's fine. It wasn't a roast, but definitely could have. I almost went and down to if, six. And if it was your tight end position, I would say, good pickup, Ben. But knowing that it's going to be a flex for you is scary for me. Yeah, I know, man. That's a scary place to live in. I hope it's scary flex. for Evan S. next week. Well... If not, he's going to let you know about it. Oh, I know it. So, I know it. This is a risky move you're taking. Um, okay, can't so wait yeah. to see how it plays out. That's uh, that's. I'm going to look for some Taysom Hill props. Any <laughs> uh, Evan Ingram, Eric Johnson, any other big Brandon Ayuk did get dropped. FYI, I saw that. Yeah, We're well him. aware. Almost sold me Ayuk. I'm putting in a, a twenty dollar bid on him. Twenty dollar, okay, twenty at least. Put in twenty one dollars. Uh, okay, great. And then. Yeah, Alec Pierce was picked up. And no other notables, I don't think. Yeah, that's about it. So that does that, that does it for waivers. Uh, anything else you, you want to say? Did you mean to say you, Travers? Sorry, that does it for Travers. Thank anything you. you want to say before we get into Wades? No, I would love to get into all these Wades. Let's uh, let's take a quick break and uh, then we'll get into Wades. Oh! We up in them Travers, baby. No, Yeah, we're in the weights. All right, let's get into these weights. We got a bunch to get through, so I'm not gonna hold back. You wanna try that again? Or was that perfect? The way no, that was perfect. The way it landed. Okay, great, great. Let's get it. Love that. All right, let's start. I wanted to say this. Okay. <clears throat> and this is part of why I wanted to do. I appreciate the, you saying that. The cough. Yeah. Okay. I want to say this. <clears throat> this is right, why, this is why I wanted to get in. I wanted to try to get the pot in so bad last week. Yeah. Because so many things happened that we wanted to cover this. But here's where I want to start. Okay. Lucas, spoken into existence. Lucas Stoltz. Luke Stoltz. Scared to make mistakes. Yeah. We literally had a conversation in the group me about, hey, listen, what's going on with the trades? He played chicken with the league and the league. Do you remember the conversation? Did he start the conversation? Yeah. He said, I I think people are afraid to make moves. Well, I thought that somebody was talking about it and he was like, I think my honest opinion is who brought it up first? I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. Regardless of what it was, we knew that the league had taken a dip in trades. I wanted to get a little bit of insight from you. Obviously, Luke is hitting it right on the head here. People are scared to make mistakes. Do you think there's any other reason why? We are seeing less trades going into week four than we usually do. Yeah, I 
I don't know. I was trying to remember if through week four historically is right. a high trading season or if it's you wait a few weeks, see what you got, and then you start making moves. I can't remember, and I don't know the facts on it. No. Or yeah. the data on it. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that people were afraid to make mistakes, but also it's just been – it's always a weird fantasy year, but it has been a weird fantasy year. Like running backs are just not scoring as much. And running backs are the ones that historically get you right. most excited. Yeah. So it's like there's not a lot of running backs out there that I'm like, I'm going to go make a move for, and that person's going to be, yeah, let's trade. Right. So it's just hard because you're always looking for that that running back that's going to win your season for you. And that's okay. just not what this year has been. I've got a sample for you. I want to kind ben. of throw it out there and see what you think. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I want you to be receptive to this idea. I'm receptive to all ideas until I squash them. Okay. Is there a chance that, well, okay, so when you go into a trade, yeah, how often do you find yourself middle of the pack people trading with each other? Don't you find that usually it's upper people trading with lower people? Obviously, that would mean vice versa. But a lot of times it's your lower level teams mm-hmm. know that they need to make a change, so they're willing to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Do you feel like just at face value, lower level teams, your 0-3, your 1-3 teams are the ones that are like, hey, I need to make a change. True or not true? True or false? I would say potentially more often than not true. Just because you're willing to take the risk because you realize that what you should you're be. doing yeah. is not working. You should be. Not right. everybody is, but you sure. should be. And so I find that usually, I guess 2018, an outlier, even 2018, I was a six seed to get into the playoffs, so I was still making trades. But usually I find myself, and I'm just admitting outright, that I find myself in the middle of the pack to maybe even the lower end. Mm-hmm. Of fantasy, so I'm always looking to trade because I'm always looking to make a change. Yeah, being four and one, being three and one at the time, whatever it may be, not really feeling the need to make a change. Mm-hmm. I haven't really probed trades as much as I would usually do. So it begs the question that the people that are upper tier players right now, division leaders, if you will, maybe those are the ones that we've seen in the past make the most trades. Now again, all of this kind of goes to the crap because we have seven trades, eight trades that have taken place. So it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But I'm just, when I was looking into it at the time, I felt like I'm usually someone who makes trades because I'm three and one or four and one, whatever it was, I'm not looking to make trades. So that's one person, right? Lucas usually makes a lot of trades. He's on the lower level. He has been working to do so. I know that he has been on the streets for sure. And I'm just thinking like the, the clientele that right now is in a winning record maybe are usually the clientele that's looking to trade. Maybe that's fair. Maybe that's not, but it was one insight that I just wanted to bring to the table and see if there's any validity to. Yeah. So you're saying like maybe Evan S is usually a trader, but mm-hmm. because he's four and O five and O he's not looking to trade. So there we got two teams that usually are trading a lot mm-hmm. with other players. That's not trading. Does that make sense? So you're saying if you have the inclination to trade as an individual in general, but you have a winning record in your leading division, you're not as, you don't feel the urge to trade as much as you normally would. I would say in response to that, that I'm actually more than ever playing the waiver wire more than I ever have. Mm -hmm. All the effort that usually would be in to... That explains a lot. Explains your winning record. Well, I don't know about that. Finally. But I think that the winning record justifies why I'm looking at waivers as minor tweaks and adjustments to my team instead of big tweaks that I usually would be doing if yeah. I was in a position of two and two, one and three, etc. Okay. This makes sense, right? I think it does, yeah. Well, so so you started off the conversation with you see a lot of 
the top end and the low end making trades, but not the middle. But now you're saying that the top end doesn't look to make trades. I guess what I was saying is that the weight usually comes from the lower end person because mm. they're looking to make the trade. And they're looking to the top right. to make trades. Exactly. Yeah. And because the top players have more than enough. They have, you know, um, what is it? The I don't know what the word is. Is when you have more than enough wealth, plethora. Mm-hmm. If your team is good, then you have depth, and depth is needed for the poor teams because they're sitting there just like, "Hey, give me your bench player because I can actually use them." Sure, your bench player, and I mean it. It makes sense. Like, so I'm, if I'm, you're in last place, like if yeah. you're losing, it's probably because if you're a good manager, it's probably because you have an injury or something. So you have a player that has high caliber talent, but is sitting yeah. on your IR, and so now you're looking to say, "I'm going to leverage this piece of value right. because the top team can afford to lose a week." Or take a risk to lose a right. week to gain a high caliber that's player that's exact, injured. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. The reality mm-hmm. is that if you're ahead, you realize you can take an L to take a risk, take one week of mm-hmm. a loss. Yeah. And the opposite is true of the again, you've got risk aversion on both sides, but then you also have what's the opposite? Risk adversion. I don't know what the word is. Regardless, mm-hmm. winners are saying, Hey, listen, I'll take an L for a week because I've got enough of them to get into the playoffs or I feel strong enough to do that. Yeah. That I'll take a risk on a player with a whatever it is. The lower person is saying the exact opposite. I don't have any wins. I need, I need to make to changes win this right week. now. And yeah. I just feel like the people who are division leaders at this time are people that usually have been on the low end and have been moved and motivated to make trades. Very, very like they needed to make trades and make changes so they can try to get into the playoffs because they realize they can't get it done with the team that they have. Okay, yeah, I would say outside of Evan S, <laughs> who last year started four now. Say it again. I said outside of Evan S, who last year started 4-0. True. And then made a bunch of trades and threw a season. <laughs> but so. then, I mean, we presented him with the big data at the draft. Yeah. And I feel like he's at least not dumb enough to not listen to a freaking uh, Excel spreadsheet or a, a PowerPoint that Davis presented to the whole entire league. So kudos to Evan S for listening for once in his life. He's being a great manager. Yeah. All right. A lot of trades to go through, so let's get into it. I appreciate you entertaining that. I know that that wasn't... I hope that it made sense to the listeners that I just think that the echelon of players that where we're positioned right now is having to do with that. But then all that really goes to crap because apparently we go off and make eight trades. So with that being said, I want to start with your very first trade between you and Luke S. Yep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to find it here. This yeah. was a while ago, unfortunately. It's over a week ago now. Yep. I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. I'm going to find it. Do you yep. have it pulled up by chance? I don't, but I mean, I can tell you what I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Don't you worry. I can tell uh, you DeAndre Hopkins and $10 for Damian Harris. Yep. How do you feel about that? Well, hindsight is 2020. I feel great about it now. Yeah. But at the time, I still felt great about it. I think Luke you realized. DeAndre Hopkins on your team right yeah, now. Yeah. I feel like Luke, and that's, you know, Luke loves DeAndre Hopkins. He does. He so does. and I and I acknowledge that in our trade talks was I know this is a hard one for you to offer. It is. Um, you did that in the trade talks. Yeah, that's so sweet of you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it was very simple. It was a simple trade. Okay. Luke reached out to me. Um, if you want to hear the details on it, I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was very stop. quick, very simple. Um, Luke reached out to me, gave me that exact offer. Oh. And so he needed a running back. And I, I mean, I told him, I was like, Damian Harris's schedule looks amazing. Like he should pop and he off. He knows that me and him have had yeah. conversations about 
mm-hmm. the New England running backs yeah. and their their offensive schedule. I was like, he should pop off. He's playing Detroit this week, and then he's got just green lights yes. on the schedule. Literally green. Yes. So I was like, I totally understand this move. I was like, I know it's hard for you to offer DeAndre Hopkins. I will accept because I'm not going to play Damian Harris probably anyway. And um, I want DeAndre Hopkins on my team. I can yeah. afford to take the risk of DeAndre Hopkins coming back from suspension. Okay. So I was like, this makes a lot of sense. And I will say, it was a very smart move from Luke. And, I mean, it's if you're in that position, you need to be looking for trades like this. Like, he didn't come in with, let me give you my bench player that I'm not starting right. for Damian Harris. He said, let me give you he my reserve you... playoff player, DeAndre Hopkins, that's reserved for down the road if you're doing well. Exactly. For And Fab. Yeah, and so I it was a fair trade offer, and it could have gone either way, honestly. Like at DeAndre conception. Hopkins. Conception was the word. Conception of the league. I said consummation. Yeah. At conception of the trade, was it straight up offered, no counter? Yeah, there was no counter. Really? He, just he, he made an offer yeah. that was a valuable offer. And did he send it straight over the thing? He sent over the thing and then sent me a message. Okay. Yeah, which is my ideal way to make a trade. Is present it? Present Not it. the screenshot in text message, but he presented yeah. it through Sleeper and then texted you. Send the trade, text me. Yeah. Um, so it was perfect. He sent it over, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. You know, like it was one of those easy ones. Right. It was pretty clear cut. I told him, I think, I think Damian Harris will pop off for you this week, and he would have if he didn't get injured. Right. Like exactly. he was. Something like, is playing the Lucas organization. I have yet to go deep dive into. I don't know what kind of oils he is diffusing, uh, what kind of essence it's the he's inferno. burning. It's the inferno oil. Yeah, I just think there's something going on in his house. I'm going to do some in-depth research and try to figure it out. But Do you think he's got those bugs from Evanessa's shower in there? Levisca Chanel? Do you think he needs bug spray? Does he need bug spray? I mean, remember when Evanessa, he was oh, finding bugs in his shower. <laughs> he was finding bugs everywhere. Do you think those have moved over to the Lucas household? Do you think he needs a little Chanel? No, he lives in Tampa. So I don't think they've traveled that far. I don't know. Man. But there is a bug problem. There is a bug problem at the Lucas. It's at least adjacent. It's at least Evan S bug adjacent. Okay, all right. Well, no, so I think Anything he else you want to say about he made a, it was a great offer. He did he came out swinging. He said this is an offer that you should take. I agree. It's an offer I should take. Hindsight, obviously, he's re- probably regretting it now yeah. because Damon Harris got hurt. Right. And so he's not getting the not for the rest of, of that of the season, schedule, though, right? No, not for the season, but for some very crucial games for him. Yeah, absolutely. So it really it's tough for him. Can't catch but, a break. But it was the move you need to make if you're in that position. It was a well-presented trade offer, and the process was right, and then he got unlucky. It's just yeah. like poker. When you play the right way for a 1,000 hands, you're going to win, but you might lose some in the short-term variance. And that's what he took here. He took a bad beat. Lucas knows about poker hands. He's, he's well-equipped. Let's move on to the next one. Kev on the move made back-to-back trades. Let's talk about the one between him and Cook. Cook, if you're listening. Kevin, if you're listening, welcome to the trade platform. We're happy to have you. Um, I want you to listen to it, and I want you to break it down in your head. Okay. Okay? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the stuff, and I just need you to talk to me about it, and then we're going to move on to the next one. Well, okay? do you, did you have any thoughts on our trade? Or... Uh, I didn't. I thought your insight was perfect, in-depth enough that I, don't, I shouldn't add anything okay, to that. Okay, keep going. James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Michael Carter. Okay. RB for the New York Jets. Kalmia, uh, or sorry, Cook is gaining those two players. Yep. He is traded with Kevin, Zach Ertz, and Miles Sanders. I will add to this one aspect alone. Miles Sanders has been very good to have on your team. 
as I look at his stats, I mean, it's a, uh, yes, he had 8.9 last time, but 31.30 against Jacksonville, uh, 18 point game and 11 point game. He's definitely somebody with the upside on a good offense. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, <clears throat> I know this. Kev or Cook is high on Zach Ertz just because he likes him. Uh, I think that he's a solid target, sure, but it brought to my attention that he was number four tight end last year. Zach Ertz didn't realize that, so brought to my attention a whole lot bigger piece of this. Like, oh, Zach Ertz is actually a playable tight end. Uh, I didn't honestly just I just didn't think that about him. Yeah. With that being said, who do you think won the trade? Any notables about the two before we move on to the next one? Yes, in this one. James Robinson at the time. James Robinson, very, Michael Carter, Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders. Very, very hot. 20.5, 17-10, 20.8. Going into week four, 3.7. So maybe this was a little bit of a sell low, a little bit. But the reality is that Cook bringing James Robinson onto his team and then him producing what is going to be yeah, back-to-back, essentially duds, 3.7, 5.9. He's got to be disappointing. So it looks like from the short term that Kevin has won this trade. Uh, Michael Carter did well too. So it seems pretty balanced, but do you have an outright winner? It was Kevin for me. Okay. Um, Brees Hall is going to run away with that backfield, I believe. Michael Carter is not going anywhere in the short term, okay. but Brees Hall is going to take over that backfield. So you're getting a playable tight end. And Zach Ertz, I just think, to be honest, this move from Kevin... We only want honesty on this spot. ...is, in my opinion, a smart move. A very veteran move. Because he's got... Former champion. Because he's got Kyle Pitts. Current champion, sorry. And it's hard. Like, why would you trade for a tight end when you've got Kyle Pitts? Because right. Kyle Pitts has sucked. So he... Well said. And now, he's injured. So yeah. it, it works even more in his favor. But to pick up also, who was it, Miles Sanders? Sanders, yeah. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Running back on a very good offense. Very good offense. I'm I'm on the Kevin side all day on this one. Um, Remember, don't slander Cook, though. No, I can't slander Cook on this podcast. No. I would never. Never. James Robinson, I just feel like I know he's had a good start, but the Achilles comes for you. The Achilles comes for you. I think that Akers got a hot start, and then he's trailing off. James Robinson, I feel like it's coming for him. And I think ETN, and I think this Jaguars offense, we saw a little highlight this week that maybe they're not what we thought they were. We saw a stutter step. We saw a little stutter. I hope that they are as good as we think they are because I have Christian Kirk. But, yeah, I'm on the Earth side. I respect it that he's going for another tight end in case Pitts doesn't pay off, even starting him over Pitts. And Miles Sanders the best quarter or quarterback running back in the deal, in my yeah. opinion. So I like it. I like getting the best player in the trade. And I think Miles Sanders is the best player in that trade. Hmm. Love it. Thanks for the insight. Let's move on to the next one. And you, Again, do you agree? Yeah. What so do you my think? part, you're getting a playable tight end and Miles Sanders has been good hindsight. James Robinson is late to And Michael Cotter, like you said, is going to be part of a offense uh, sputtering at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Carter getting some input. So yeah, Kevin wins that trade. Okay. Moving on to the next one, Kevin versus Isaac Meisner. So, again, must have been something in the water, but seven days ago. I actually love it when this happens. When you've got two conversations going, uh, I just really like the the managerial standpoint. Hey, if we're going to make a move, let's make a big move. Let's move some pieces. Yeah. So, Kevin getting rid of Naeem Hines, Debo Samuel, and Travis Etienne. So, big pieces here. Okay. Uh, but Kevin Wallace gaining 
Patterson and I'm just going to say his name. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I've heard of him. Number one wide receiver at the time. Didn't expect him to be traded this season. <clears throat> Hard to trade the number one wide receiver. Tough. But we see it happen. Absolute slam dunk by Kevin Wallace on this. Getting a court, injured Cordero Patterson that will be down the road. A valuable asset to be used in the number one wide receiver. Giving away a Wait. waiver wire Naeem Hines. Wide receiver. Running back? Yeah, sorry. Running back down the line. And then Cooper Cup, number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Giving away a lower end wide receiver. Okay, yes. so anytime that you're trading less for more, that's good. Mm-hmm. So trading a lesser Debo Samuels for more in Cooper Cup, win there. Naeem Hines now on the waiver wire, and then Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. I mean, some consistency there if you're looking for someone to give you in the range of six to ten points. It's, but, yeah, it's been tough in the Jaguar streets. But getting Cordero Patterson, All the only thing that I can say is that Isaac is sitting here saying, I need more. So I want to give away Patterson because he's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to couple him with Cup to be able to get a very, very playable Debo Samuels and an ETN and maybe a Heinz flex, flex, flex piece down the road. That's the only way I think I can see it, but it absolute slammed up for Kevin Wallace. Sorry, I would, Isaac. I would have given all of those players just for Cooper Cup. <laughs> I would have given Heinz, Samuel, ETN just for Cooper Cup. Yeah, that's why. So I, to get Patterson on yeah. top of that as a potential flex play slam dunk absolutely boom shakalaka yeah i'm sorry isaac i no, gotta be on the kevin side i went on this. record immediately slam dunk yeah win for kevin s yeah it gotta be i mean and, and to bring him home to kevin who is a rams fan who mm-hmm. i said on the last pod i can't believe he doesn't have cooper cup right. on his team you said it and then he gets cooper cup on his team huge for the for the current champ yeah absolutely big big win isaac debo is great yeah but 49ers has been sputtering. I mean, and you just don't know about his usage. I mean, it's Jeff Wilson one week, Debo Samuel getting a scamper one week. Right. He is going to be good, but Cooper Cup, number one wide receiver, done and done. You don't trade number one wide receivers. I just feel like that should be a rule. Wouldn't. He paid $65 for him at the auction. It's tough. All right. Another one. You ready? Another one. Another one. Let's go to the Davis Barrios versus Tiz trade here. Big pieces moving. Keenan Allen, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt. Tiz saying, I'm parting ways with the Cook side of things. I'm parting ways with the injured Keenan Allen. I'm going to go ahead and give away Kareem Hunt. But I'm going to receive what has looked like a very, very... uh, Shoot. keep blanking on words here. I should stop drinking. Um, A very, very good Alvin... Or Amari Cooper... Uh-huh. A playable Amari Cooper, a solid Leonard Fournette, and an A.J. Dillon down the road, and plus seven Fab Net on the trade. And then says, wait, I thought I was getting Fab. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he did get Fab. He did get Fab. So he did get 17, but he gave away 10. Yeah, it was really funny. Very weird. Fab had me like, huh? Mm-hmm. Fab That's had the first me thing I know. Fab had me like, huh? Thanks. All right. Yeah. This for me was Davis. Okay. Uh, you're getting I, I Cook. Like to, I like to hear you're your side Allen. of it. Well, hold on. Uh, my immediate my immediate response to that, you still believe in Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. I think he's just traded as 14. 14.3, 6.2, 15.3 going into week four, 11.6. Had a blow-up game against the terrible Chicago Bears, 26.9. But I guess you were believing him the whole time. Yes, I, I just can't believe Tiz trades Cook again. 
He well, I mean, he's traded hard, me one season. It's been a hard. It's hard. It's been a hard season. It is hard, but man, to trade. Cook. He's been hard. Yeah, uh, honestly, if he keeps Dalvin Cook, he probably gets the win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but Keenan was Allen, this before Week Five? It had to be right. So Keenan Allen's been hurt. Does that change anything for you? I know he's been hurt. Um, but yeah, I I want the best player in the deal. I've said that a thousand times. Dalvin Cook is the best player in that mix. Yeah. Fournette has been solid. He has. Yes. I yes. just. I just can't trust he's going to be there. I mean, Cook's been injured too. I get it, but I'm taking Cook over Fournette all day. I yeah. just think his upside is too good. I don't think that I don't think he's been playing at his ceiling. He's at his floor. Okay, let me say this: Cooper has been better than Allen. Allen's obviously been hurt. We know that he have a has well, Cooper been, has yeah yeah he's been a good play. Yeah, he has. I, I think you've got some solid players. I think Kareem Hunt and AJ Dillon are comparable, but. Between the two, Cooper gets the win in Keenan Allen's category from being a player who's getting points and a solid Fournette. Are you sure that you're on the Davis Barrios side of this? I'm 100% side? on the Davis Barrios okay. side. Right. Um, I know Allen's been hurt, but when he plays, he, he gets targeted like crazy. Dalvin Cook, I just think, is only going up from here. I could be eating my words, but I just think he's still too good. He has not dropped off yet, and the Vikings are still, for whatever reason, sputtering. I think they're going to figure it out. And I think Cook's going to get a ton of volume. And he doesn't have anybody nipping in his heels. Alexander Madison is good, but Cook is the guy. I think Fournette is good, but with the Buccaneers, they're going to be switching some things up. Rashad White, not saying he's going to take over the backfield, but he's going to take some work. He's going to take some passing Me downs. Me and you have both made waiver uh, attempts on him. And he might, you, you have him on I have team? him on my bench. Yeah, I think I made an attempt the same time that you got him. So, so um, I'm not saying that Fournette is not going to be started by the end of the year. He let's should not get, be. Let's not get into those conversations. Let's not get into those conversations. But yes, I'm on the Davis side. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook and Keenan Allen than Fournette and Cooper. Okay. And Hunt and Dylan is a wash for me. Well, what I'd say in response to that is I believe you're right. Anytime I can add Dalvin Cook and Keenan Allen to my team, I don't believe in Cooper down the road. Uh, and I don't believe in Fournette. So I would agree that Davis has won this trade. Um, but not uh, not by much. I'll say that. Hmm. Let me get to the landslide. Okay. You ready? Move on to the next one. We've got we've got two more that I want to touch on. Maybe another hair one that wasn't that big of a move, but you ready to do the next one? Let's get into it. Eric J versus Scruff McGruff. Eric receives Russell Wilson, who's now on the wire. Mm. Alan Robinson, who has been not playable. Mm. Mike Williams, who is a huge boomer bust play with Keenan Allen out. He's shown some production, but uh but Eh, he's been all right. So mm-hmm. definitely a player that you're going to find your wide receiver two spot probably. And then um, Kay Walker, Kenneth Walker. Uh, yeah, Kenneth Walker. The now starting running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Giving away Raheem Mostert, Gabriel Davis, Trevor Lawrence, and Devontae Smith to Scruff. So Scruff adding in the category of quarterback, wide receiver. That's pretty much it. Giving away quarterback, wide receiver. What do you? Uh, what are your pulls away from this? I would have deemed this the one of the poop factor trades I've ever seen. Doesn't matter. Um, just a bunch of poop. Russell Wilson now on the Flying waiver around. wire. Robert Raheem Mostert probably on the waiver wire eventually. Lawrence, I think he might be on the waiver wire eventually. Only playable players here, or at least keepable. Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, Kenneth Walker. I think hindsight unfortunately gives us the benefit of this one. 
Um, Scruff didn't keep Devontae on his team. Obviously, I got him. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But having the number one RB for the Seattle Seahawks and Kenneth Walker and the youth there is really, really nice, paired with a high-end side of Mike Williams. I've got to give the W to Eric Johnson here, even though I do think it was a good move for Scruff to go ahead and make these pieces. Gabriel Davis, we saw the upside of him in that game uh, with Buffalo. But all in all, Eric Johnson net is winning this trade. Yeah, I was not able to vote on this trade before it closed. Me neither. Um, But at the time, I have to be honest, I would have been on Griff's side with Devonta Smith. Right. Hindsight um, with Kenneth Walker gives us a huge absolutely. It, yeah. it, it brings a lot of value, but which is what Eric Johnson did. Like further, like I mean, if you're getting Kenneth Walker a part of it, you're saying, "Hey, listen, I'm. This is in hopes that Rashad Penny either gets injured or Kenneth Walker gets the starting job somehow. So that's yeah. why you do the trade. You you look at Rashad Penny's history and you realize he's never played a full season. Yeah, and you say, "Yeah, I'll take that as a throw-in piece." Sure. Um. But I I like the upside of Gabe Davis season long. I like Devonta Smith on that offense, and Raheem Mostert. He's just always good. So I like the Griff side of that um, overall. Obviously, hindsight may push things in Eric's favor. But yeah, if I was to vote on that day, I would have given it to Griff, um, just for those reasons. What for was the receivers. poll? Did Scruff uh, fleece Eric Johnson? That was the original yeah. poll, but then there was also another who won the trade. Yeah. And Bill S. won that in a landslide, 7-0. Um, I did vote on that, actually. And Eric voted on it himself and said that Griff won. <laughs> but <laughs> if I had a chance to vote, I would have been on the Bill S. side, so that takes me out of the running for yeah. trading for Walker. And I get that, Eric. I respect it. Absolutely. Um, no like no, no, um, no Fs given. But that's the thing is, by the end of this year, that could still be correct. Gabe Davis and Devonta Smith could be strong enough to overtake Walker as the value on that trade. And Mike Williams, boomer bust. Yep. So I was on the Griff side. Let's and, button uh, it up with one of the bigger uh one of the last big trades before maybe we mention a few follow up pieces to this. Mine and Scruff. So immediately we see I'm getting Pollard, who I've been told that I cannot quit. Uh Devontae Smith, I wanted the stack badly. That's what started the trade. Uh Khalil Herbert as a throw in piece and Jahan Dotson moving forward as a flex piece, flex piece down the road. Uh, Scruff got Lockett, Jared Judy, Akers, and Antonio Gibson. Um, at face value, who won this trade? You can tell me, be honest. This is Perfecta Part D. Okay. And, um, yeah, uh, I was, let me think. Let me look at this. So Pollard, Smith, Herbert, Dotson. Lockett, Judy, Akers, Gibson. Wow. Um, Trash pieces, no doubt. Just give it to me straight. I'm on your side on this one. All right, bye here. Let me give you the context. So I can't play Akers. I am over it. I literally told Griff in the text, I was like, I'll do whatever you want, but I'm not keeping Akers. You have you to have take to him take from him. him. You have to take him from me. Mm-hmm. Because he's one of those players that you can't drop him on the waiver because the next week he's going to have a great game. But you're also at the same time choosing to not play him because you don't believe in him. So also, same exact thing for Jared Judy. Don't believe in him. So I had to get rid of those pieces. Yep. I personally understood that Robinson was coming back for the Washington, so I knew I had to get away from Antonio Gibson. So this was a sell high in theory. Mm-hmm. Lockett, 
was a piece that again I got off the waiver wire. I don't believe he believes he belongs on the waiver wire. Gino Who? is Lockett. Yeah. Gino, not Baldwin. Gino has proven that to be true. But all that to say is that I wanted the stack that's what started it. Mm-hmm. Uh Jahan Dotson and Devontae Smith are the reason why I did it. The reality is that I told myself I could play Pollard just as confidently as I could play Akers. So for those reasons, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And I threw in Khalil Herbert. This was direct, uh, exactly as you explained it. Trade went out via thing. I texted Griffin, went to sleep. I said, hey, trade's been sent to you. Take a look at it. Let me know what you want. I woke up and a trade had been accepted. He said that he saw it and never looked back. Boom. So. Wow. Done deal. That's rare. Um, it is rare, but I don't, and I don't like doing that, especially when I'm going about, about to go to sleep. But I just said, screw it. I'm just sitting in it. Because again, for the very reasons that I felt as confident playing Acres or playing Pollard as I did Acres. I just said, screw it, I'm done with this, and I cannot sell any higher with Acres than what he's currently at, which is still low. Yeah, I would say you traded him a bunch of people that you never feel comfortable playing. Right. <laughs> never feel comfortable putting those in your starting lineup. Even Lockett. Even Lockett, it's like, eh, I don't feel great about putting him in the starting Speaks lineup. Speaks to my team, because he was a backbone for us. <laughs> yeah. He was a backbone wide receiver, too, for us. Yep. Um, I can't believe you started Herbert last week. I don't want to get into that. Okay, no, I can't no, 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 shut up. No, listen. Okay, I'm going to listen, strong, Bears fan. All right, strong words. Mm-hmm. Context a little bit, I don't have an option. So it's either Pollard or Herbert. Yeah, Pollard, okay, go ahead. Oh, come on. I'm starting Pollard over Herbert every day of the week if Montgomery's okay, healthy. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so that's why that, the context there helps. You're playing a running back like the choices between running back two even when rb1 is healthy mm-hmm. or you have the option for rb2 who's been killing it with an rb1 that says that they're healthy might not be a hundred percent yeah but you know historically the bears give it to the number one till he dies <laughs> so it's they're going to feed montgomery if he's yeah. out there I mean, and you know that Zeke and you're right. is a trash is proven, can yes. and Pollard is going to get passing work. Okay, for the record, to give a little bit of context, I have had Zeke and Pollard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I remember. I think since 2018. Yeah. I'm yeah. not kidding. Like, oh, I, I have had them. Is this like a thing going around the league that I don't know about? No, I just, I've acknowledged it myself and I was like, I would want to live that life, but respect to you, punk. Well, I don't have Zeke this time. And I almost drafted Zeke. I almost did. But it's. Uh, I made that mistake in another league. Did you? Yeah. I thought it was going to be. I've good. regretted it every time he's been well, on that bench. Okay. All that to be said is I didn't realize that I'd had him so much. I do find that, yeah, it's this is the only fi- this is the only fantasy football <laughs> league that I play in. And I have had Zeke or the Dallas running back offense <laughs> every single year. Um, yeah. So it's good to have a piece of it back. Makes me feel at home. Well, I'm glad you got him. I just wish you would have started him over Herbert, and then I could respect you as a person. Regardless, and then, I got the W, so it's okay. <laughs> you got the W but, against the guy who didn't play a quarterback we'll or tight end. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Talk about that later. All right. But so, but trade. anyway, so yeah, I'm giving you the, the win. Side by a poop hair. By a poop hair for mm-hmm. sure. It's a bunch of poop fecta, but at least you got Devonta Smith out of the deal, who I like, and an upside with Dotson. So, okay. appreciate that. Thank yep. you so much few notable things here before we wrap up this segment very very proud of us for busting through this uh evan trading gerald everett for six fab you think he's worth that yes i agree in the tight end landscape we're currently in yes yes um there's no ore out there two sheep and wheat for ore any ore 
or or tight ends are or and Catan. Yeah. Or we whatever. Um Evan trading Knox for one dollar a fab to Griffin. Mm-hmm. So saying goodbye to Gerald Everett, bringing in the stack tight end. Yeah. And he went ahead and said good management underneath it. No, Scruff said good management. So he did because he made both those trades at the exact same time. I think in he had them both in the inbox and just boom, boom, one after another. One, two, one, two. Yep. It was immediate. Okay. So essentially, let me get back to it so I can see. Let's let's make a net here. So yeah. he essentially got he received Dawson, he got Knox for five dollars. Knox for five bucks. That's odd for your stack. A piece Again, of the Bills' that. offense right. with the stack. I think it was you know just one of those run of the mill smart moves that we've seen from Evan S this year. It's unsettling, but he's yep. in there five and zero. Oh, can't knock it. All right, and they put us fully up to date. Praise God. Uh, last trade between me and Connor F. Connor said that he was going to be dropping some pieces. Um, Jared Garrett Wilson. Jared. Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Uh, Wilson of the yeah. Jets offense, number one wide receiver for their team. I went ahead and said yes for two fab. Uh, made that trade and then dropped Corey Davis immediately. I'll upgrade from the one to the two anytime. I thought $2 was worth it. Or it's you mean from the three to the two? It hasn't listed as the one. Who? Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Elijah Moore is the number one, but yes, Garrett Wilson is the up and comer. Is that true? Yeah. It has Garrett Wilson listed as number one. Yeah, well, you can't trust that. You okay. got to trust All your right. own instincts. Okay. You got to make your own calls, Ben. Love that. Hey, speaking of instincts, you're high on Corey Davis, and he's helped me a Mm-mm. few times. Yeah, he, when he was on the Titans, you said that he was an up and coming star. He when was he was great. a rookie, and then he's burned me ever since, okay. and I've hated him. Okay, fair. so yeah, he he has burned the Titans. He has been a skid mark on the face of the NFL. Okay. And he's had a few good games. Okay. All right. Last one. Kirk Cousins, Eric Johnson gets a quarterback because he was just beat out by a point uh, by Scruff. Isaac paid, or Isaac gave him $12. Or Hold Isaac, on. Sorry. We, we can't gloss over the fact. What? That, what did Connor pay for Garrett Wilson when he got him off the waivers? Oh, okay. Sorry. We I can't gloss over that. that. Um, it was a $30 loss. So he paid... $32 for him, maybe? Let me pull wow. up the history real quick. I can pull it up. So this purchase is purchase of $41. $41. $41 for Garrett Wilson, for Connor, and then he trades him for peanuts. And here's what I'm going to say to you. Okay. This is good management by Connor. Oh. <laughs> you, have to, you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge your mistakes, and you have to get the most value you can. I think you got max value. Oh, my God. Good job, Connor. <laughs> ridiculous all right glossing over that former Next, champion as well yeah, we yeah. can't gloss over that he's no former champion yeah he is yeah he is don't yeah, you, is. Don't I, you I dare would, i'm remove it from the pod don't you dare he's on the mount rushmore yeah, exactly of the fight right. club league right. right now you're on it uh kurt cousins worth 12 fab you think that's right sure why not when you can drop russell wilson like he's hot pancake man absolutely get him out of there that's a great move that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it's eight, maybe nine trades that we just reviewed. You feeling okay? I'm woozy, but yeah. good job, guys. Woozy we really best. did it. Way to open it up. We appreciate Lucas for bringing it to the forefront of our minds that we weren't trading enough. And that will do it for the Wades of week five and week six. Good job, Patrick P. Let me give you a little applause here. Everybody give it up for, uh, for Patrick P. 
You ready to move on to the next thing? You expecting me to say get up, give it up for Ben? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, good. All yeah, right, let's, let's do on. the next thing. Pickums, baby. We're gonna be doing pickums for week four. Week four. So quick review. Week four. Uh, for everybody who is at home. Let's uh so going into week four, the matchups were so. Ben P versus Isaac M. Evan S versus Kevin W. Connor F versus Davis B. Patrick P versus Alex C. Eric J versus Tits. Luke S versus Griff. Week four. Patrick had Ben P. Ben P had Ben P. In the Evan S matchup, Patrick P had Evan S. Uh, and Kevin w- and I had Kevin W. I was I was I took an L on that one, so Patrick took a win. Patrick picked Connor F in the next matchup. I picked Davis, so he gets another one. So up two at this point. Two. He picked Alex C. Mm. Alex Cook. Mistake. Patrick P in his own matchup against you picked you. I picked you, Cook. He let me down, but he also let me All right. I picked Patrick P, obvious. Uh, I'd take a win there. So now Patrick only up one. Patrick P picked Eric J in the Tiz matchup. I selected Tiz. Don't know why, but I did. And uh, and Eric J was victorious, so now up two. And then Griff and uh, the Lucas matchup. I sl- I picked the Inferno. You picked Griff. Tough matchup to pick between, but I got the W there. Yep. So all in all, you went four for six. I went three for six, giving you a total of a four point lead after yep. week four. So I clawed up one more. Okay. So on the topic of week four. Yeah. I want to kind of open this can up to you. Man. All right. So there was a matchup between you and Alex Cook, and you have some insight that I don't have. So I want to open the microphone up to you and say, do with it what you will. Have you heard of London? England. Um, it's across the pond. So my London, London, down like. Yeah, you got it. That place? Yeah. That place right there, that's where they played football that week. Okay. You know, that must have been early in the morning. It was early in the morning for us. 9.30. Not for the London people, though. 9.30 Eastern time. Actually, what Um, time was it in London? I don't know. I don't live there. Okay, cool. If I lived there, I would know. It was later than 9.30 because of the time difference. That's why. You got it. I'm following Um, so far. I'm following. The Saints were playing in that. And Alvin Kamara allegedly was playing in that. Allegedly. But they ruled them out an hour before game time. So is that 4 a.m. or something like that in the morning? Well, it was 8.30 in the morning. Okay, so, okay sorry. Okay. 8.30 yeah. in the morning, like, unless you go to Pacific time, then it's 8.30 okay. in the morning for right. us-ish. Okay. Continue. Is when they ruled them out, okay? Yeah. And then here's where the conversation comes into place, because sure. Cook had Alvin Kamara. Okay. I'm listening. He was ruled out. I was up that morning, and I would... To be honest, let me just get probably because you have a kid, but I do have a kid. I was up with Nora. I was up early. Um, The facts are Alvin Kamara all week seemed like he was going to play. I will give him that. Seemed like he was going to play. Didn't seem like a problem. Okay. But we get to Sunday morning, and he's ruled out. Oh yeah. Rain is falling for sure on Cook's lineup. I'm painting a picture in your head of. Okay, sorry. A, a team that had to play without Alvin Kamara. All right, sorry, sorry. So he gets ruled out an hour before kickoff. 
this is where a big argument comes in because some fantasy pundits, as the word we like to use, might say if somebody had Kamara in their lineup, they didn't get get up early enough to see that he was ruled out. Everybody thought he was playing. Let him put their next player in. I would okay. ag- I would agree with that to a degree. I would say that the expectation of a fantasy manager with a questionable player on a London game, if it was me, I'm getting up early enough to see to make sure Kamara's playing. I'm not a perfect human, but that would be my goal. Yep. Okay? But if not, I, as the opponent of Alex Cook, may have considered if he says, crap, I didn't know Kamara wasn't playing, can I put in Miles Sanders? That was his backup player. Yeah. I would have considered, okay, potentially, let's talk about it. Right? Yeah. As the opponent, because that crap was ridiculous. 8.30 a.m. rollout. But Cook comes in and says, dang, I heard about that. I saw Kamara wasn't playing, and I got busy with patience. Mm. That's where it comes in for me. And I appreciate the honesty. Sure. Transparency is the best parent, yeah. the, the best NC. Yeah, it's the best NC of them all. Yeah. So he does admit that, and that unfortunately rules him out from being able to put Miles Sanders in, <laughs> in my mind. Because I actually thought about think, saying, like, dude, if you didn't know, this league's about fun, right? Yeah. We're all here for fun. Sure. Put Miles Sanders in. The 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock games haven't started yet. Put Miles Sanders in. But because he knew and he just didn't make the move, unfortunately, his honesty and transparency does not allow him to put that in, in my opinion. Nicks him in the bud. Now, Miles Sanders pops off that week. <laughs> Gets like 30 points. Yeah. Cook would have won. Oh, okay. Would have beaten me. Great. If he put Miles Sanders in. Yeah. But unfortunately, he loses because Kamara gets rolled out. 100%. It's an unfortunate thing that he went through. If I was on the other side. You call it unfortunate. I call it justice. It's just what it is. Sure. I mean, he knew about it. Well, he didn't take the second. To I'll put... call it what it is. Poor management. Poor management. Yeah. Sure. So, but there is a whole different discussion we could have of if he didn't know, he didn't get up early enough. Yeah. And he thought Kamara was playing. I would still make an argument against that and say, in our league, oh, so absolutely not the Fight Club league, absolutely not. You get up and you figure if it out. If you listen, if it's to, questionable, we talked to the Bill S. Pod. We yep. talked about it earlier. Uh, he referenced a situation like this before, the exact same scenario, mm-hmm. exact same scenario, except for not not Miles Sanders, somebody else, mm-hmm. and it was a hey, I didn't realize that Alvin Kamara didn't play. Message to the commissioner because they already played. They're locked in. Can you make the adjustment? Mm-hmm. And he agreed to do so, mm-hmm. but was slandering this person for requiring the commissioner to do that because yeah. it should be a below the commissioner's pay grade to be making these kind of adjustments for the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, in our league specifically, <laughs> yeah. the commitment we have in our league. Yeah. You just, you get up and you surprise. He's not putting patients on hold to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you, well, sir, I know that you're it. suffering from a disease. Give me about five minutes. Sorry. Give me 120 <laughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and make this change in my lineup. Not even that much. It's five seconds. Give me 10 seconds. You literally can pull out your phone, make the switch quickly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. there. I see both sides, but in our league, there's too much at stake. Too much the jiggy stake. suit's on the line. 
Playoffs are on the line. Yeah. I guess Cook thinks he's better than the Jiggy. No, he yeah. didn't question. That's the, that's <laughs> the thing is Cook never said, hey, can I change this? So I respect that because it didn't Massive put me in a respect. weird position. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't put Evan in a weird position right. or Connor, whoever the commissioner is of this league. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I think who it's the commissioner Evan. is. I think it's Evan. I think initially it was Connor, but maybe it's Evan now. I don't know. It was weird. The inception, the conception, the the cons- <laughs> what, what was the other word you yeah. say? The consummation. The consummation of this league. It's supposed to be conception, but yes, the consummation is what I used yeah. first. Yes. May have been Connor originally. Okay. But anyway, Cook didn't put us in that position. I respect the heck out of him for that because that would have been a hard argument. And I don't know that I would have folded to that. And I don't know that the league would have folded to it because he did know about it. He knew that Kamara was out, but he would have won. So yeah. I stole that win there, basically. Shouldn't have won. Stole the win. That's the conclusion of week four. Any thoughts on that? Well, no, no thoughts on that. I'm going to go ahead and let you have that moment between you and Alex Cook. I appreciate you putting that, bringing that to light. And again, massive respect for Alex Cook for not requesting. Yeah, he let us off the, the hook. He let us off the hook. Didn't have to make that tough decision. I respect it. Are um, are you to add to that? Mm-hmm. That week did also hold <clears throat> a memorable fantasy outputting of 180 points by Luke S. Not to be forgotten and not spoken about. Mm-hmm. 180 points places at its number four in league history since 2019. Number four. Number four since 2019. Wow. Uh, 180 points. Only pe- only people to do it better than him was uh, Scruff McGruff 2020, week 7, 181.76 points. Connor F, 2019, week 3, 183.02 points. And then Davis Berrios in 2021, first week, first game into the league, 185.26 points. Just a friendly reminder as to where our standings are currently. So didn't want to be, wow. didn't want to overlook week 4 with a Javante's Inferno 180-point outing. Top four point outing from a one and four team. Yeah. With that being said, that covers week four. Uh, again, from the pick'em standpoint, Patrick P up currently uh, four points on me. Let's go into week five. Sound good? Yes. <laughs> Moving on into week five. Uh, last week, what a week it was. Pulling it up right now. The pickums were straight chalk. Yeah. Me and That's Patrick P were tit for tat. Uh in the matchup between Ben P and Tisver. We both selected Ben P. Evan S versus Lucas. We selected Evan S. Connor F versus Patrick P. We both selected Patrick P. Oh. Eric J versus Isaac M. Eric J. We both selected him. Alex Cook and Davis Berrios. We selected Alex Cook. And then Kevin Wallace versus Griffin. We both selected Kevin. So wrong. we were chalk for this matchup. And the two wrong ones were Patrick P and Kevin W. Yep. Giving us a net of four wins for the week. Making our total percentage as of this point. I have gotten 16 right. You have gotten 20 right. My percentage is 53.33%. Your percentage is 66.67%. So out of every three, you're getting two right. And mine is just a little over, a little over every, I guess, every... Every two four, you're four. getting yeah. two point two yeah. right, something like that. With that being said, still up four. How do you feel being up four with us essentially laying the gauntlet that was the hot ones challenge to conclude? Also, 
the the benefit of having the uh, B-dubs. B-dubs reward and then the hot ones gauntlet. I've been here before. You can come back easily. I don't feel great. I don't. I don't. I, I will never feel comfortable in this moment ever again. You're not gonna feel confident until it's over. No, I won't feel confident until the fat lady's singing. Week fourteen. Okay. So with that being said, some week five notables. Yeah. You ready for this, boy? Not really, but yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> While I talk about my matchup, if you could look for reference, if there's anything else notable in the other matchups, that would be great. Okay. Just from perusing and scanning. Here's what happened. Okay. You talked about Alex Cook last year with some managerial question marks. Okay. Yeah. If you want to talk about last year, sorry, last week. Okay. Sorry. A couple bourbons in at this point. Yeah. It feels like a year ago. If you want to talk about managerial question marks, I've got one for you, man. How about not starting a player? How about a tight end slot? Not being fulfilled. Unforgivable. Hey, I need you to look me in the eyes here. Okay. Someone in our league saw the tight end position and said, eh, I guess I'll just leave it empty. They said that? They must have said it in their head. Because they, like, wouldn't they go to the waivers and pick up a tight end they great could start? Great question. Great question. So I go to the uh, I go to the chat now to be able to pull up the facts, and it looks like, oh, here it is. Alex Sizzler, pickup of Conklin. For mm. the the precious dime of zero dollars, dropping Will Disley. Well, okay. Well, surely they put him in the because line. that was prior to Sunday's matchups. Yeah, for sure. I look, for sure they'll put him in. Mm-hmm. No, an empty tight end spot. How many points did Conklin score? Zero. Oh, okay. Well, he dodged a bullet then, because now he can pick up a tight end for the next night, right? Well, maybe he didn't have any players he could drop. Sorry, no, he did. Oh, he had a player he could drop. He had players that he could drop. Oh, Mac had Hollins. players that he could have dropped that he could have yeah. gained. Gray for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, who had more than zero points. Wow. Well, at least he would have tried at that point. Did he do that? Did he go ahead and get in there? Mm. He didn't. Oh, oh my gosh! Unforgivable. Un freaking forgivable. And you ask yourself, how do you find yourself in an zero and five hole? Let me answer the question. Poor effing management. Mm. Okay? And let the record show. Am I sad for Tisver? 100%. Is he on the suicide hotline? 100%. Yeah, we but love But let you. this not be gentle. We're a league that does not hold. This is not acceptable. Absolutely. A tight end position getting zero points. Here's what I'll say. Okay? Going into Monday's night matchups, I had a lowest 7% chance of winning. I was down by a total of 50, I was down 66 to 107, so I needed, uh, whatever the math is there, 107 minus 66, what is it? Uh, it's because of the reasons and all 50, the stuff. I needed 51 points. Mm, no. No, no. 66 plus 51 is 117. I don't know if that's true. Regardless. I was down. Come on. You said 107. 107. Yes. Minus 66. 41. 41. So I needed between Kelsey. Is that right? Yes. That's not right. 66 plus 41 does not equal 7. 66 plus 40. 106. Okay. So I needed 42 points. What you're saying. Okay. So between two players, I had needed 42 points. Again, we're a couple bourbons in. It's pretty late. 
But 42, per, <laughs> 42 points between Devontae Adams and Kelsey. Here's what I'll say. This year, we have not had any prayers to the gods. Can I? Is that correct? No. Before week one, there was prayers. You think there was prayers? Yeah, I think I remember prayers. From Luke S. or from Evan S.? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. I don't either. <clears throat> I haven't, have I, have you seen the knight kneeling and praying? You know the, you know the gift that I'm talking about whenever mm-hmm. Evan does send up the prayer? Oh yeah. You've seen it. Absolutely, I remember Okay, so there's year. been prayers. Well, Here's, I'm saying I don't know if I've seen it this year, but I remember it from last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So, a <laughs> couple bourbons in, pretty late. So, <laughs> so, so, with that being said, I'm not so many, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how. <laughs> okay. Pull it together. There's nothing weird happening here. We've got this. We can do this. Okay. Here's the thing. Prayers have not, conversations with the gods have mm-hmm. been at a minimum. We haven't heard from the gods in the pot at all. <laughs> they haven't have been it. here. Because we're not talking to <laughs> we're them. Not talking to we're them. not talking to them. Here's the thing. If you would like to beg for the gods to intercede on your behalf, here's what I, here's a little, here's a little ditty. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A little ditty that I'm just taking notes on. A little ditty Kong. Yeah. Here's a little ditty. A uh, little ditty. What's the song? Little Diddy by Jack and Joanne. Jack and Joanne. Yeah, that's it. Um, going by their fancy football cleave just as fast, fast as, as they you can. can. Yeah. Okay. So, if you would like to invite the fantasy football gods to make a difference in a matchup, here's an idea. Don't mm-hmm. start a tight end. Don't fill the spot. See what they do. Wow. Don't see what they do. And to yep. bolster, all right, Teddy Bridgewater played one snap. Had concussion protocol because he's in Miami and they're super sensitive about things right now. So Teddy didn't get the start. So he's got a quarterback with zero points mm-hmm. and he's got a tight end role that is not being filled and no effort to fill that role on the back end. I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and get off my soapbox. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that Tiz lost this matchup for one reason and one reason alone. He didn't yeah. start a tight end. He invited the gods to go ahead mm-hmm. and do Susan to do what she will. Susan said, oh, oh, an open spot. Well, well, let I'll me, just... yeah, an open spot. Mm-hmm. Here's an open spot for tight end. Well, let me go ahead and fill that with a best, one of the best performances from tight end ever yeah. on the other side of the side. On the Kelsey's other side cooking of... me breakfast. Yeah, is what absolutely. she said. Looking good. Got his beard trimmed. Nice and hot looking. For a nice little cherry on top of this Belgian waffle. 100%. Let's get Devontae so, Adams in there too. Couple of 50 yard plus TDs. Let's just go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Couple of TDs right in your face. So... With that being said, yeah. if you want to see the gods react to a situation, let the record show justice is going to be served ice cold today, Mr. Uh, Officer Tisver. Okay? Yeah. No tight end start. You invited the gods to do what they did. Teddy Bridgewater, bad luck on you. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Probably a gods thing, too, because they saw what was happening. Because they saw what was happening. The reality is that when you went to sleep that night, there's no way that you should have showed, you should have thought that you were going to win that game. With no quarterback production and no tight end production, I'm done. Mm. Yeah. Anything from week five you want to add? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know, to be honest with you. Cool. Was there I, anything else that happened? Um, um, I lost. I could have started Jeff Wilson and won, but I stole a win the week before, so I feel like that was my just desserts. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll do this. I'll do you one. This is going to be tough for me to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, Patrick, turn the camera on. Turn the camera on. Thank you. <clears throat> Evan S. Congratulations, man. Congrats, Evan S. First ever 5-0 and start. Wow. To the Fight Club League to the Fight Club League that we've ever seen. Wow. Is that true? The Tuckers. The I Flying to to, Tuckers. I mean, right? I think that's what he said. 5 and 0. I think that is a deservant of a congratulatory from the podcast. Congratulations, uh Evan S. Let's give him a uh eight and a half. What do you say about all this? Eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah, five and zero start uh, for the first time in league history. Um, congratulations to Evan S. That's what I have to say. Uh, that really is all that I have to say about Week Five. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Good job, Evan S. We're we're glad that you're five and zero or whatever. It's a better league when you're doing well. I'll say that. Sure. Let's get some guarantees in there. Yeah, let's do that. Please. Seriously, you're zero one at this point. Come on, zero and one on your guarantees. Can you please just bring it? All right, so going into week six, let's do it. All right, going into week six. Nice. Week six, pick them. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Here looking, we go. Looking down the barrel at a pick them of week six, uh, I'm ready. I'm going to input these bad boys as we move along. So I've got my knapsacks ready, ready to go. Papers, First matchup. Let me get this pillow right. Me, first matchup is me and Evan S. Yeah. Pull up my phone here. Upset alert. Uh, Upset out. alert. Uh, That's a burp. Wow. For you guys at home. Excuse you. Excuse me. All right, I'm ready. Yep. So, you ready? Three, two, one, it. Yep. Three, two, one. Ben Evan P. S. Yep. So yeah. I've got again. I told everyone I'm gonna be laying the booty whip smackdown on Evan S. Ain't nobody in this league gonna be seeing six and zero. Oh, not in my house. Me and my team, even with Devontae Adams on by, are gonna take this stupid, freaking stallion yeah. hut of a. Stallion hut, yeah. Stallion, the stallion barn, hut, stallion barn of a horse trough. Uh-huh. Stupid. I love horses, so this is really hard for me. But like, you're gonna send them to the glue factory, the gummy factory. No, I love horses. Um, I take all this back. <laughs> I'm picking Evan S. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm picking myself. But uh, but I hope all the horses are safe. Evan S. Is don't um, see any blue tints pop up. Evan S. Is losing. In week six. That's all there is to it. And I'm putting my name on it. Wow. Screw him. Upset alert. He called me today and said, uh, you rat bastard. I'm going to beat you into the ground. And yeah. I said, did you need anything? And he said, nope, that was it. <laughs> like, okay, fire cool. you Love needed. So, well, you got Taysom Hill in the flex. Going to carry you to We'll victory. see if he stays there. He might against Cincinnati. I'm not so sure their defense will allow him to make the other, make a, uh, make which I'm going to call it, looks so foolish like he did last week. But I would like to hear what people think about Taysom Hill. I would hear. I would like to hear wide what Evan variety. S. Yeah, what does Evan variety. S. think about Taysom Hill? Did he make a Because he could swallow his words if he says, Taysom Hill is the worst flex in the history of the league, and then he pops off for 40 points and then beats him, you know? Mm-hmm. So what does Evan mm-hmm. S. think about Taysom Hill? That's the question. 
Moving on. Next match. Uh, hey, I'll put it in the group me. So let me just make a note of that real quick. What does... Right after your kicker thing in the kerfuffle? What does Evan S. think? Think of Taysom. Hill. Great. All right, moving on. So you got Evan S. I've got Ben P. Match between Connor F. and Kevin W. 3-2-1 Connor Kevin F. Kevin W. Love it. Great. So you're going with... The losing side. I'm going, going with, with the champ. The most recent champ. Former champ doesn't need to be forgotten. Former champ, or sorry, current champ, Kevin current. Wallace, going up against former champ, Connor F. I've got Connor. You've got Kevin W. Um, we're going to keep it moving here. Patrick P versus Tisver. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, Patrick, Patrick P. P. There's no way anyone should be picking Patrick or picking Tiz. Plain and simple. <laughs> Not a whole lot to it. If you want to make a notable for next week and make the headlines by all means tis please do an upset do an upset but neither one of us are going to be betting on it that's for darn sure yeah just do an upset do an upset man do, do it sounds like a skateboard trick do an upset yeah hit the upset hit the upset 50 50 upset yeah grind tail whip <laughs> all right next one is tony hawk eric johnson versus griffin f are you ready Three, two, one. Eric, Eric J. J. Yep. So we got both got Eric J. up in there. Pretty straightforward. Griff, uh, you've proven a lot. Not enough. Two and three is a good record. We'll see what the matchups between these two. I haven't. I didn't do the stats on what the all over record is between the two people. We'll do it next week. Yeah, that's but fine. Moving on. Davis B. versus Isaac M. Mm-hmm. I'm ready when you are. Nah. What? Excuse me. Nah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Isaac Davis M. B. All right, I like the changes. That was a a tight one for me. Yeah, it was. I agree. That was It'll the hinging point matchup. that I referenced whenever we were making the pickums. I said okay. this one's the hinging point. Fair enough. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got Alex C versus Lucas. The Inferno Inferno's dumpster fire that has recovered at some point and also put in a top four points for mm-hmm. um, Inferno. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Alex, Alex C. C. Yep. Yeah, it's a tough one, and is this tough. is the hardest one to pick because well, we can't bow, we can't badmouth Alex C. Well, also, you can't know what Luke's lineup is going to be yet. Not all the way, right? Because he doesn't have the RBs, so he's either going to make some waiver moves or some wades. He's going to make some travers or some wades. He's going to make some. Travers so his his wades. lineup currently is, and not I would anticipate he's going to make some wades. <laughs> yeah. He is out there on them Wade streets. Out he's Wade. He's wading out on his surfboard. 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 Nice. So surfboard. that's what we've got for week six. I don't want to spend any more time kind of talking about this. We've got a few things that we want to get into uh, to conclude the whole entire pod. So going at a... Papers and knapsacks. Let's move on to the next segment. Here we go. Today, parlay up in the building. We here very, very excited. Um, so here's the thing we're not going to talk so much about what happened. Well, all right, so 
last Thursday, garbage game between the Indianapolis Colts and who else? The Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. I want you to, again, this is one of those open the mic situations, kind of giving it over to you. Could you give us your two cents on what happened last Thursday? Terrible game, uh, betting, game script. You, I just want to lay this, lay the red carpet out for you here. Yep. So we didn't get to talk much about betting last week because we didn't didn't do a podcast. Interesting. And when you don't do a podcast before Thursday, you don't get to talk about Thursday. Right, right. Um, But that game, um, I mean, fantasy-wise, I was up against Pittman and Melvin Gordon. So I was hoping. Pity City. And I had McManus. So I was hoping for a low-scoring game, obviously, with with a lot of field goals. But outside of that. Wait, this was the game there was no touchdown, right? Yeah. Exactly. All field goals. <laughs> exactly. So thank yeah. you for queuing that up for me because Sorry. everyone hated watching that game. Yeah. Not me. Wait, wait. Are you serious? Yeah. This. I loved watching that game. It was the most exciting, exhilarating experience for me in probably I, NFL history. I just pieced it together. You just pieced it together. Are you serious? Yeah. So. Sorry. Imagine watching this game from the perspective of, I hope no one scores a touchdown. <laughs> So Isaac teased, I think it was Isaac who teased it a little bit in the group me. Now I didn't put a hundred dollars on no score, no touchdown score because you can't do that on my bookie. They limit it. (laughs) They limit it at $10, but this is the first time I've ever made this bet. I made the bet. No touchdown score in this game on the first touchdown score line. And it was plus whatever $10,000 odds. Hold on. You said no touchdown score on this game on the first what? So under first touchdown score on my bookie, first touchdown score, first touchdown score, right? You can make the bet no touchdown score. Wow, there's going to be no touchdown score. It's in this not game. just limited to first quarter. That's limited to the whole game. The whole game. That's ins- yeah, I know it. I know it. I've looked at it. So the max that you can. That's the first time I've ever bet it. I was like, this game. I hope it's low scoring, but also I think it will be. I'm what if they don't score a touchdown? And the odds were crazy. So I put ten dollars, which is the max you can put on my bookie on that type of odds. I put $10 on it, and it was a $1,000 win. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Just, I can't make this loud enough. Yeah. Hold on. So you put $10 yes. on what were the odds? Do you remember what the it odds was were? Whatever that is. So like is that plus, plus 10,000? 10, yeah, I was going to say plus 10,000. Yeah, because if you put 100, you win 10,000, which I, I couldn't put 10. any more than $10 because that was the max you could Are put you on there. Are you serious? I put $10 on it. And so I was watching this game, all right? And I'm just going to walk you through the night. So, y'all, he just made $1,000 on, <laughs> on a, a bet. $10 bet. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I was elated. But anyway, so it was about halftime. Rebecca was in here, we were like hanging out, and I was like, I don't usually fold her in on my bets too much. Like she knows right. I I'm in on the betting and stuff and like what? And I was like at halftime I was like it's kind of crazy because they haven't scored a touchdown yet. I made a $10 bet on this game that we wouldn't score a touchdown, and I'll win $1,000 if I get it. And, I, and she was like, oh, my gosh. I need to stay up and watch this. And I was oh like, no. my goodness. I said, no, don't do it because it's just going to break your heart. Right. We're going to get all the way to the end. They're going to score a touchdown, and then you're just, you're going to feel what I feel all the time on fantasy and betting yeah, is where yeah, your yeah. soul gets ripped out. So I was like, just go to bed. I'm going to stay up. And I played like some video games or whatever. And I watched the game. Um, And she went to bed and it was the fourth quarter. 
and we get down to the end and Russell Wilson. Was she set up? No, no, no. She was in bed. She was in bed. Fourth quarter, Russell Wilson is literally in the red zone. And I was like, here it is. He's going to score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. He's literally like pushing down the field. There was an interception in the end zone at the end of the fourth quarter. What the frick? Um, They end up, I don't remember all the details. It was so long ago now, but end up going into overtime. All right. (laughs) I think, oh, no, no. I do remember the details. Yeah, I do remember the details. So he throws a, he throws an interception. The Colts have it. All right. I think the Broncos are up. Yeah, the Broncos are up by three. So the Colts have it coming down the field. Yeah. Matt Ryan fumbles it. And I was like, Broncos just have to fall on this ball. Oh, my God. And the game's over. They just have to fall on the ball. They didn't. The Colts recovered. It was like second and 20 or something. Right. Matt Ryan throws a big pass. I can't believe this. They get all the way down the field, kick a field goal to tie it up. Okay? It goes into overtime. Okay. I went into, I said, Rebecca, <laughs> she's in bed. And Rebecca. I walked in there and she was like, how's, is the game over? Like she was still awake. And I was just like, well, it's going into overtime. No touchdown has been scored. Oh my gosh. I was like, you can come watch it if you want, but you're going to have your soul ripped out whenever they score a touchdown. Oh, she was like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come at watch least it. At you know. I'm going to come watch it. I was like, just get ready to have a letdown. Yeah. She comes in here and sits down. The overtime happens or whatever. I don't even remember what overtime was all about. I remember that there was like, oh, I do. Oh my gosh. You're I'm so glad it. I'm remembering you're, you're this. Living it. I'm so glad I'm remembering this. They had the Broncos were coming down the field. They had fourth and one. Has Javante Adams gotten hurt or Javante Williams who's he was hurt this yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got hurt early on or Yeah, because Melvin Gordon no, he got no, no, hurt no, no, before, before this game. Okay, great. Keep so going. it was this Melvin going. Gordon. Keep going. Overtime. Yeah. They had fourth and one or something on the goal line and they went for it. And so all the on Colts the goal had to do line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the Colts had to do was stop them. And I was just like so I was like, bring McManus out. Please kick a field goal. Yeah. Cause this cause then the Colts will have the ball going the other way or something like that. Best case scenario is a touchdown for a win or a tie. Yeah. With a field goal <clears throat> going the other way. So I told Rebecca, I was like, oh we did it. We did it because they're gonna kick a field goal. And the Colts are kind of going to come down the field. They're just going to kick a field goal. Like, that, like we're good. Um, I think that's how it was. I don't remember exact details. It was so long ago. But they went for it on fourth and one or whatever. And then they get stuffed. Oh, my gosh. And did the Colts win this game? I have no I, idea. I need, to go, I need to go look this up because I'm, I don't want to represent this wrongly. I just remember that I was Colts freaking... had to have won this game. No. Is Denver. The Colts like... did win. Oh the Colts gosh. did win. So, I was just trying to remember like the exact details. I think that the Broncos had it first. I, I'm sorry, guys, if I'm yeah. getting this wrong. I think the Broncos had it first. They ran down the field, and I think the Colts, I was like, they're going to kick the field goal, and then the Colts are going to have to come down the field and kick a field goal, tie it up. Or touchdown to win. Who had the ball first? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to look this up real quick. Well, the Colts won. They won 12-9. to 9. I don't know. Which means that they were stuffed at the end zone. The the yes. Broncos were. They came down and kicked a field goal to win the game. That's what it was. So the Colts got the ball first. No, no, no. Denver got the ball first. Denver no. got the ball first. Got to the end zone. Went fourth and goal. No, got stuffed. No, I think the Colts got the ball first. They came down the field. They kicked a field goal. I'm. This has to be it because okay. Okay. on fourth and one, I was celebrating. Yeah. So the Colts got the ball first. 
They went down the field, scored a field goal. The Broncos came down the, okay. the field. The game was almost over at that point because there's so much time had to run off the clock. Right. And I thought they were going to kick the field goal to tie it up. But they went for it on fourth and one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Here fourth and one in the red zone. Here it is. They're going to score a touchdown right here. Yeah, this is it. And then the Colts stopped them. That's what and it was. I was like, we won either mind. way because they're going to kick the field goal. You lost but your no. freaking mind. But no, they Did went for Did you have it. sex that night? <laughs> no, it was too late. Yeah, too late. It was way too late for that. But the Broncos came down the field. And I was like, I told Rebecca, I was like, we won it because they're going to kick the field goal. And then the Colts are going to have to run down the field. The worst case scenario is they kick a field goal to win the game. They're yeah. not going to get a touchdown. But then the Broncos went for it. And I was freaking losing my mind. I was like, oh, no, they're going for it. They're going to get a touchdown right Dang. here. And they got stuffed. That's what it was. I'm sorry it took so long to get there. It was a long time ago. But yeah, the Broncos got stuffed. I was losing my mind in here in the dojo. Dude. Rebecca was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. You won the bet. Are you buying anything? $1,000. I already bought a Keurig that makes lattes. So You, are you, you told me about that when I got it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. amazing. So $1,000 win on a $10 bet. I mean, before that, I was a bit of a winner this season already, but the $1,000 basically puts you over the hump. 100 units, basically, if you oh call a $10 unit or whatever. It was, it was the most amazing thing that I remember in betting history, for sure. The remember. biggest bet I've ever won. I wish I could have bet more. I literally tried to bet like $20, $30. Really? And it stopped me. It said, you have a $10 limit on my yeah. bookie. And that is the problem with this state is that we can't do sports betting because on any other site, I could have made whatever bet I wanted. But because it's my bookie, offshore, I could only make a $10 bet because they make that limit. But anyway, I'm super excited about it. $1,000 win. It was just amazing. Do you have any other Amazon purchases in your future that you're looking at? (laughs) No. And honestly, I got a really good deal on the Keurig because you can do, okay, hashtag Keurig, shout out, not a sponsor. But you can get a half-off um, Keurig maker if okay. you sign up for a pod delivery. So I'm getting four <laughs> pod deliveries on the year for the same price I would pay at Kroger, basically, for pods. Okay. And I got half-off on a Keurig that will make you a frother. It will froth your milk, make you a latte, anything mm. you want. Get a little vanilla syrup. Mm. Have you a little save you five dollars every time because you don't have to go to Starbucks anymore. Yeah, exactly. You're on anyway, that. I got a Keurig with inflation with, six and with, a half uh, dollars. With, it was yeah. basically a hundred dollars of that thousand dollars, but the rest of it, I'm you're gonna call me crazy. I'm keeping it in the betting in the in the, in the right. pool. And I'm gonna keep making bets because that's my bankroll. Keeping it in the bankroll. Well, you already hit all the money for us to be able to go up to Jacks and make some. Oh yeah, I am ready to go to Jacks anytime yeah. you're ready. <laughs> I'm working on it's it. It's hard rock now. I'm working but on it. I'm ready I, to go. Uh, I did the math. I would be <clears throat> plus 35 on sports bets alone, but I am minus, I think, like 60 because I blackjack. Yeah, the blackjack is the whole year. You got to stop blackjacking. You can't do it. Can't that's do it. that's negative EV. So what I did was I downloaded an app to allow me to play blackjack so that I can just like play that separate and mm-hmm. then keep my bets, and it's worked thus yeah. far. It's worked. So that's amazing. That's it's amazing, crazy. I, it's the first time I ever made that bet, and it hit the first time I ever made it. It I was losing my mind. It was great experience because everybody else hated that game, oh, and yeah. I was on the edge of my seat the whole game. I just I didn't want to talk myself yeah. into hope for it, right? Until you knew the very you were end, lose ten dollars. I knew I was going to lose ten dollars, yeah. but 
what you're losing actually is man the hope for a thousand dollars that's awesome yeah so that that. was a great experience i love that so on the betting topic thank you for sharing that love that let's make a bet on the bears game okay let's walk through it i haven't looked at it at all i'm gonna talk into this uh, so we're gonna place a bet thursday parlay is where we're at right now um let's see if we can repeat from last year last week there is zero chance i, will I mean ever come on chicago night. versus washington no touchdown they're gonna make a touchdown it's going to be darnell mooney all right we're not gonna talk make about a bet it. on touchdown on darnell mooney well what i'm gonna do is because he keep hasn't it, done I'm anything keep all it year sleeper relevant okay so we're gonna be picking uh, a minimum of two players one from each team for okay. an over or under okay okay and I've got sixty something dollars queued up, ready to spend on whatever we need to do. We can do five dollars, we can do sixty, whatever it is. But all right. So with that being said, I want to start here. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. My eyes are closed. All right. We're fall weather. We're wind. in Chicago, Windy City. Windy City. She making me okay. breakfast. It's a Ooh. little cold. It's a little cold. Keep your eyes closed, okay, please. Sorry. Um, you're in the stadium. Okay. This is the Washington. Commanders versus the Chicago Bears. We're at home. We're favored by one point. Okay. Okay. What is the game script here? What do you see from the game script side of things that you're like, okay, this is how this is going to go, and let's bet upon the game script. What do you think it's going to look like? It's a low-scoring game. Low-scoring, so we've the got Bears the under. running it a we've, ar- we've already got the under. David mm-hmm. Montgomery is busy. We got okay. Brian Robinson busy. Okay. Antonio Gibson sorry, kickoff sorry, sorry. return Brian for a Robinson touchdown. Busy. Okay, all right, go ahead. Antonio Gibson kickoff return for a touchdown. Potentially. No, maybe a punt return. All right. So as far as right now, just keep going. <laughs> okay. It's a low scoring game. Not a lot of elite threats in the passing game. I'm betting the under. Okay, for sure. On the points. Yeah. I don't for sure. care what it is. Is it at ten? I'm betting the under. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be more than that, but yeah, under. Okay. Yeah, it's going to probably um, be 40 something. You mentioned wide receivers. Do we see anything? Fields, completions to who? I just feel like this is the time of the year where players that have underwhelmed all of a sudden have a breakout Patrick's game. Patrick's eyes are still closed. This is perfect. Honestly, and I just, this is great. I just really think Darnell Mooney's about to pop off. Okay, okay. Keep all going. Right. Keep going. All right. On the Washington side, response. Maybe Chicago's managed to get a touchdown maybe a touchdown and a field goal mm-hmm. where's washington how are they operating is it just brian robinson is it wide receiver base where are we where are we at is it dotson is dotson still hurt he's still hurt oh man mclaurin, McLaurin? And curtis samuel mclaurin's gonna options. not do anything I'm not do you that. anything okay mclaurin's you. not doing anything the bears are winning at this game i guess oh he opened his wow. eyes <laughs> I, I just saw the victory and i opened my eyes i said the bears won at home okay. against the commanders? Okay, okay. So Carson you, Wentz is okay. scrambling. Are you Three done? fumbles. <laughs> Any, anything else you've got? Wait, wait. No, go back into your zone. Go back okay, into sorry, your zone. Go back in here. Go back into your zone. Oh, All right. So maybe zone. we've got Chicago up 10 nothing thus far. We've got action from Robinson. Wow. You should, of this. you should start Herbert over Taysom Hill. Crazy. All oh, right. my gosh. All right. Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> Kicker-wise, like, okay, so you're seeing a lot of activity out of Santos. You're seeing no activity out of kickers. Where are you at? Oh, man. there's Yeah, I bet the over on Bears field goals. One and a half field goals over. Well, it's tough because field goals made means that. No, okay. So, okay. I got you. Okay. What you've got? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Cole Komet, breakout game. More, no. Like, no. Wait, no. <laughs> okay. 
Komet um, doesn't do crap. Okay, John Bates for Washington. Breakout game. Who? Okay. All right, I think we're done. I think we're done. Open What'd your you eyes. Get? Open your eyes. Wait, before you've got Brian Robinson wait, 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 no, 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 no. over. Bro, I'll close your eyes one more time. Okay. Last question I've got for you. Okay. Justin Fields. Was it a good game? Was it a bad game? Where are we at? In it's, your head. It's your normal game for Justin your Fields. Your normal game. He rushes for more than he should. Okay. And he makes one touchdown to Mooney. Okay. Okay. Great. And that's about it. Great. Carson Wentz. What do you see out of him? Close your eyes. Sorry. Carson Wentz. What is he? What is he? What did oh, he man. do? Is is what did he do? Is Logan Thomas playing? Logan Thomas is not playing. He's hurt too. Yeah, they are just getting crapped on. Okay. I can't believe the Bears are beating so, them by so much. <laughs> I can't believe the Bears are. We've winning got the by over so now. Much. Okay, maybe <laughs> Carson gets like twenty completions and no touchdowns. Oh, so bet the under on Carson's touchdowns. Okay, okay, and it's okay. one and a half, right? It's got to be one and a half for what, Carson wins touchdowns. Touchdowns is uh, it's not an option. Okay. Yeah. All right. Open that, your eyes. That You're sounds done. about right. Open your eyes. You're done. Okay. You're done. Thank you so much. Did I make you there. a bet? Yep. You sure did. Okay. It's going to be ready? wrong. Do the opposite of what I just said. All right. Carlos Santos, one and a half field goals made. Over. Over. Done. David Montgomery, sixty-three point five rushing yards. Over. Over. Done. Terry McLaurin, fifty-three point five yards. You said under. Under. Done. Donald Mooney, 44.5. You said he was going to get a touchdown, but he's going to have enough yards. Ooh, that's a tough one. Maybe, we're, maybe we remove that one. No, we, a- no, no, no. We remove it, and we said, I heard 20 receptions for Carson Wentz. So we add the 20 and a half line. <laughs> Is it really 20 and a half? <laughs> oh, my gosh. For, for Carson Wentz, and I think we go ahead and go with the over. Wow, you think he's going to go over? So I can't we, believe I called him 20 Yeah, you did. Line. You caught it right on the nose. Dude, over is, under. what's Justin Fields? They don't have that one. That one's that one's unplayable because it's... Uh, I'm taking the over it's, on Justin Fields. No, 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 14 and a half. Dude, Smash you'd be surprised. It, no, 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 you'd be surprised. It's betting, not as easy I'm as betting $900 million okay. on the over. Okay, 14 and a half. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, just no. kidding. Wait, really? 14 and a half? You don't have more receptions than that? Oh, I yeah, think yeah. we're getting up early, so he's not going to have to throw. You think he's going to be under 14 and a half? He had eight. In a, he had eight. He had 19 through three games. Yeah, he's trash. You're right. All right. Now you've got me worried. All right. Game log. He's got eight eight completions, seven completions, eight completions, oh 11 gosh, receptions, 15, so 15 receptions, 14 and a so half bad. receptions. So what that says for me is because we're not going to have to throw it as much, it's going to be, God, but it's 14 and a half. They, this is where Vegas wants you to take the over. Okay, so we're switching, just, we're switching it out. We're switching it out. So, okay, how about this? Under. Carson Wentz, an interception. Hmm. Justin Fields, an interception. You know there's going to be an interception in this game. Come on. Justin Fields interception? Carson Wentz. Okay, so you... you all right, fine. I'm doing it. Carson My Wentz. eyes are open now. It's Carson, hard for me to no, no, visualize. I know. I know. I, I had you closing your eyes. Carson Wentz. I've got the over on 20 and a half. You said 20 and a half. You were going to No, have, I said 20. You said 20. I'm taking the over. Okay. Because I've got Bears up early. So he's having to throw. And it's okay. a lot of check downs to your, your Dobson, your McKissick, your... Not Dobson. I'm sorry. Uh, McLaurin. Just checkdowns. Whatever Curtis Samuel's yardage is, here, 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 that needs to be an this over. This will make us feel better. This will make us feel better. Okay. Okay. Attempts <clears throat> through the first five games. 41, 46, 43, 42, 38. Mm-hmm. That'll make us feel better. 
completions, 27, 30, 25, 25, 25. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna hit it. Okay. 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 Curtis Samuel over. I'm no, just no, saying. No, no, that's, no. that's the only thing logically I'm gonna say. Hold on, let me go ahead and look at it. Hold on. What was it like 45, 47? 47 and a half. 47 and a half. We had a better bet and I think a stronger bet at Brian Robinson over on 46 and a half. I feel good about that. You do. Brian Robinson? Brian yes. Robinson over He's 46 and a half. Pop TF. He had off. 22 yards last 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 game. Last year. Over on the 46 and a half. Brian Robinson. Take it. Okay. Let's take a look at our <laughs> review. All right. Let's take a look. I'm about to put the, the dollar amount on it. I feel great about this. Santos. Over. Sorry. One and a half field goals made. Lock it Slam in. Slam dunk. Okay. Shakalaka. Carson Wentz. Over 20 and a half. Easy. Well, I don't know because I Montgomery, said 20. Montgomery over rushing yard 63 and a half. Feel good about that. Okay. Terry McLaurin under yeah. 53.5 yards. Yeah, there's no way. Terry McLaurin has been exposed. Okay. Really? Trash. Oh, my. Thought he was great. Trash. Oh, my. Yeah. Brian, maybe step unhe- up. Maybe not healthy. Maybe Just not healthy. step up. Maybe McLaurin. not healthy. I don't care. Step up. Brian Robinson over 46 and a half. Easy. He's about to have the comeback game of a lifetime. Okay, so this is where I pivot a little bit. Okay, good. So, pivot. Hold on, hold on. I think we go the Carlos Santos over a field goal, one and a half field goals made, and we slam it with either David Montgomery over 63 and a half or Brian Robinson over 46 and a half. I think we go with the Brian Robinson and I'm going to do an all-in bet and around $25. Who do you feel stronger about? David Montgomery over 63 and a half or Brian Robinson over 46 and a half? Remember, Robinson. I think that we've got Washington playing from behind. So we might not be using the yardage from Brian Robinson from rushing as much as we might be using him in the passing game. So it sounds like you feel more comfortable with Montgomery. With David over. I just, okay. So that's a, all right. Well, I mean, we could do the five-legger and just be like, all right, we'll just take the 5X. <laughs> you can't take both of them. No, 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 no. Just one. Okay. Just one. I'm either going to smash a two all in or mm-hmm. I'm going to just flip in a, a 5X. You feel comfortable about the Bears being playing from ahead? You feel comfortable with that? Um, I don't, but I don't think it matters because David's going to get 63-something yards. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. You think he's just going to get to work? But that's not enough. That's, so that I've got to go makes with the, a lot of sense. You have to go two sides. So mm-hmm. I have to go with the Brian Robinson side of this. Okay. And I think we go Brian Robinson over. I like the Brian Robinson side. All right. So here we go. Let me let me adjust. Remove Carson Wentz. I just remove David. The whole story lines up McLaurin, with Robinson coming choose. in. We've got and a two header. A Carlos Santos one and a half over Brian Robinson over forty six and a half. I'm going to go ahead and put twenty five on it. And I'm going to go all in. Do you have anything on carries for Brian Robinson? No. Because if it, you don't. I don't. Because on my bookie, it's at 11 and a half. Nope. Actually, what I'll probably do is on this one, I'm going to go 10. <laughs> I'm going to do other and do 15 for a payout of 45 all in. And then me and you are going to talk my bookie after this. 
Okay. What is so? Give a rundown so that the people listening oh, that, that are forward. still here. Yeah. Are if you, you're still here, man, round of yeah. applause for round you. Of a, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around. It's really just Keely at this yeah. point. Just um, so okay. what's up, Keely? Shout out in the late late pod to Keely and tell us a rundown on your bets. Yeah. Nope. Um, so we've got Carlos Santos. Over a field goal and a half. So we've got him making two field goals. Yeah, that's easy. Done. Brian Robinson, 46 and a half yards. I feel strong. Does he get that. more than five first downs? Five first downs? Five, more than four first downs. Ten yards. Himself? Yeah. I'm I'm just like 46 oh. and a half yards. Okay. Less than 50. Can he get over 50 yards? I just think he's about to do it. Okay. I just think he's about I to do I it. I think I slam it for an all-in... I've got $15 here for a pound of 45 Smash. Boom. Done. Okay. Thursday parlay. And, and that then, will send us into our last segment of the podcast. Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to say real quick, anybody listening to that, bet the opposite of that, you'll win it. Best Bet the opposite, for sure. 100%. Yeah, just sweat the opposite, you win it. Okay, let's move on to, uh, we've got a few more things, and we're going to wrap this pod up. You ready? It's literally... Yeah, I'm sorry. I looked at the interception line. I'm just like, it's got to happen for one of them. Oh, yeah. 100% it's happening, but we're not betting that. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. All right. Next thing. Let's do it. All right. Jersey. So, announcements. I'm going to get that. A new segment. Announcements. A new segment that we're introducing at the back end of the pod so that we can kind of keep you guys up to date to what is looking, what we're looking at for next week. I don't think we have any announcements. We should have had announcements last week telling you that we might be out or it might be delayed for this week. Hey, guys, we might be out for last week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are announcements, but just making it a staple here for the podcast. Uh, announcements for next week. Do you have any reason why we may not be recording next week? No, I'm locked in, man. We had our bye week. It's we over. had our bye week. We had it off. It wasn't by by decision. It was no. literally but, yeah. by medical <laughs> reasoning because yeah. your daughter was sick. Long story short, daughter got sick, wasn't able to make it happen. That's it. We literally tried to do it. We tried hard. Almost every night. We did. We tried Thursday. She didn't sleep. We tried Friday. She didn't sleep. We tried Saturday. The demoralizing. Cats lost. Cats lost. It was way late. Wasn't going to happen. No way. So we tried, but uh, but that that's really all we're trying to get at here. So we're putting our best foot forward. We want to make sure that you guys know what's going on. From week to week announcements we don't have any this week Mm-mm. and um and we're completely okay with that so i just want to make sure yep. that that's part of this part of this podcast we've got potentially an exciting new segment next week that will be short but nice yeah fun. yeah very very so. excited about that yep. so on the heels of announcements as we wrap this up Important here we go stuff. here we go mm-hmm. okay red alert be wee wee hold on hit the siren Cop car, like a like a cop car. Lapa like lapa caca. Lapa caca, like a cop car. Here we are. Sirens off. All Man. red alert. If you have made it this far, congratulations. All hands on deck now. In the in the in the. In the ears of Sean Evans, 
Okay. Yeah, hot ones. I'm just so impressed that you've made it this far. Thank yep. you for making it. I've got news for you. I've got news for the league. I hope the league members are following. So important. Here's what I've got to say. A verdict is out. Collusion is at hand. Collusion is at hand. I repeat, wow. collusion is at hand at the highest degree we have gotten. Tell me more. What do you mean? What are you talking about? The I'm concerned. Yeah. The if you are a league member, you should be concerned. Collusion has been detected, and we are looking into it. The bureau of yeah. Pump Fake Multimedia Bureau of Collusion Detection Agency Department. Thank you. Has been moving in on this breaking news. Yeah. Going into the bye weeks, we've noticed some odd scheduling to put wow. it to put it to put it slightly. Mm-hmm. Odd scheduling. To put okay. it lightly. To put it lightly, sorry. A couple bourbons in pretty late. So yeah. collusion has been snuffed out. The Department of Collusion is doing their research. They will be looking into the situation with Evan S. Oh, wow. Okay, tell Evan us the S. details. Evan S, 5-0, commissioner of the league, of the sanctioned league, assigned commissioner of the league, the ability to schedule and set the schedule for the league. Mm-hmm. We saw on the back end of the draft, he was required to do so and make adjustments accordingly. It has been noted for next forum to remind Evan that if there is a simpler way to essentially regenerate the league into the new season and then for it to auto-populate the schedule, that we do that. Mm-hmm. But he had to manually insert the schedule. Sure, because we got the you play your division the right. first four weeks, last right. four weeks, the these rest are the, of the weeks. These are the schedule. facts. Okay, yep. so if you're a league member and you're listening... These are the facts. Evan S., the commissioner of our league, was required to set the schedule moving forward. Yep. Okay. Going into week six, this is just, again, the immediate report that we got from the conclusion or the collusion investigators of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. Sure. Gave us this information to move forward with and that it's under further investigation. Week six, bye week. Devontae Adams. Again. For, for Evan? For Evan. Who set the schedule? The commissioner. Who's 5-0? and oh? The commissioner. Who set that schedule? The commissioner. The commissioner. And so we've got, at week six, Devontae Adams out. Devontae Adams out. Okay. You think that's not enough? Okay. All right. That's not a big deal. It's whatever. It just okay. happenstance, yeah, right? It just happenstance. Coincidence. Just a chance. Okay. Week seven, Cousins and Allen Robinson out against the commissioner. Allen Robinson, the stud. Allen Robinson, the stud. Kirk Cousins, the starting quarterback of the league or of the of the team that he was facing. He's about to pop off for forty, and that week, I think. So. By week, that's there. concerning to say the least. Probably a coincidence, but concerning. There's no way there's another week. I don't where know there's enough something. coincidences. That's why the Bureau is looking into it. Okay. Week eight, 
mm-hmm. Mahomes and Carlos or and Clyde's Edwards Hilaire oh out Edwards the Hilaire. Fulkerson organization out against the commissioner. Mahomes? Mahomes. The captain? The captain and CEH wow. out on week eight. Scheduling coincidence? <sighs> It's starting to look it's suspect. starting to beg the question. Uh-huh. Week nine, and this is all the data that they gave us, the namesake at the time of the draft. Mm-hmm. Who's CD, that? CD, two by land, two by CD, whatever the, uh, whatever the name is. One if by land. Thank you. Two if by CD. The number, the wide the receiver. The budding star yeah, for the, the Cowboys. The wide receiver for the Cowboys and the namesake of the of the team name for Alex Cook. The Darling. On by week nine. No. That's all the information they gave us, but it makes it seem wow. like the commissioner has rigged so the you're schedule. Saying, just to summarize. Rigged the schedule. Just to summarize that the commissioner is going up against some of our teams in the league without some of their best and highly noted players. Star players of the league. Weeks in a row. You would like to think that the commissioner wouldn't do something like this. With a five and zero record, with wins to spare, that he would just head up the schedule with brute force and absolute uh, honesty. But here we have that the Bureau of Investigation has looked deep into the situation, mm-hmm. and there is collusion afoot. I'm so thankful for the Pumpfake Multimedia Industries Incorporated Collusion Detection Department that they would be looking into this to such a degree to Absolutely. even question. Our highest-ranking member, the commissioner himself, to make sure that uh, there's no interrupt. collusion. I revoke that. Highest member, absolutely not. Commissioner, by happenstance, agreed. But sure. highest member, absolutely not. So continue. Okay. So we're thinking about this How do we hold the highest... The, how do we hold the commissioner to a standard mm-hmm. that's higher than the collusion that he's performing? How do we do that? I think we put the best guy on it. I think we got to put our best detection think, agency department. I think you're right. Investigator on this. this is Who really have we good. got? Who's our top guy? So from Who's the, the guy that investigated Mark to push him to California? Who's our guy? Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned this. So what we're going to do, breaking mm-hmm. news. Yeah. From the Bureau of Collusion Development. Perfect Multimedia Industries Incorporated De- Detection of Collusion Agency Department. Very good. Head Again, investigator. Couple bourbons pretty late. So... <laughs> Who we're gonna set on this assignment? Uh huh. I've I, breaking news. Yeah. Who is it? Evan Shacklett. Oh, this is our best guy. Yeah, our best guy. That's is our gonna best guy. Go out there and he's gonna do some deep research on the Evan Shacklett management and organization to make sure there is no collusion taking place, or if there is, that he gets to the bottom of it. I'm so glad because I was worried whenever you told me about all this. <laughs> right, right. I was like. Our league could be in shambles. Absolutely. Our scheduling the could, could be in question. Yeah, our commissioner could have essentially just undermined everything to set himself up for a win record, for a record-breaking win streak, for all these different things. Yeah. But now that we have Evan S. on the case, man, I'm so to good. investigate the Tuckers barely know her, the Stallions. The Stallions, the Battalion okay? Stallions. The Battalion Stallions. We've got our best investigator on the case. <laughs> I can't wait to see the input and the information that they pull out of this situation. But I'm so excited to bring you guys the breaking news that Evan S., Evan Shacklett, the best 
bureau investigator that we have for the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated is going to be investigating the manager Man. of the Stallion Battalions, Tucker Barely Knower organization to make sure, okay, that there is no collusion taking place. I'm really excited for the findings. I'm at ease because I was worried when you told ease, me. At ease, gentlemen. I was worried that at ease. the commissioner might at a 5-0 and start, right. a historical 5-0 and start, <laughs> Historical might have, might have set his schedule himself to right. make it just easy layups week after week with bye weeks. Pat Mahomes, Ceedee Lamb, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, I mean, potentially don't forget Allen Robinson and Kirk Cousins. Allen Robinson and Kirk Cousins, Devontae I'm, Adams, one Devontae of the top five wide receivers in the league. Yeah, potentially up in Adams, potentially suspended, potentially fined, potentially in jail. Potentially. That guy, I'm so glad to know that Evan S is on the case. Evan S is on the case. So Evan S, our Again, lead, lead investigator. Let the record show, mm-hmm. lead investigator who has investigated reports with Mark Nguyen, Asian Mark. Mark, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nguyen or Win, whatever you would like to say. I always called it Nguyen. Yeah. Easier to just say Asian Mark. Sure. Investigated Asian Marks, was able to get to the results of the conclusion or sorry, of the collusion. Yeah. Again, a couple of bourbons, pretty late. Uh-huh. Collusion. Understood that it wasn't important to share with the league as to what collusion took place. Right. It's just but very... was able to make the adjustments for the league and get him out of the league and moved out to California. Confidentiality is at its most utmost important. It's utmost whenever importance. you've got whenever you have collusion at stake, because if collusion's at stake, more people could be involved. So you have to keep it confidential. You've got to. Well, and that's the thing. I trust Evan to know the line on what should be disclosed and what shouldn't. But from the immediate reports from the Bureau with what weeks and what bye weeks we have from the commissioner essentially setting up for himself, I'm excited to see some pushback and to hear what Evan has to say about his investigation and what he's found on that that managerial. He's going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, 100%. He's going to get to the bottom of it. There's going to be no worries about... His saying don't worry about, about a thing. thing. Yeah. Because Evan S is going to get to the bottom of it. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Every little thing is going to be all right. And Evan S is going to get to the bottom of it. There's going to be no worries about a thing. He's going to get to the bottom of it. And no one is immune, even the commissioner. <laughs> even the commissioner is not immune to this type of investigation. So, yeah. So, I think we've hammered it home at this point. So, I would just say a word to the wise management for the Stallion Battalions, Tucker Barely Know Her Picture. Uh, be on the lookout. You have been served. Um, the Asterisk on his 5-0 start, I guess. Until we get to the... now, until we get to the bottom of it. But I can't wait to see the evidence report on the Stallion Battalions, Tucker Barely Know Her organization to see what they've concluded and what, uh, what managerial input we have. From the investigation. I can't trust anything more than the report we're going to get back from Evan S., the lead investigator. Unbelievable. I yeah. can't question more Absolutely. than the record of the current Stallion Battalions. It deserves to be in question uh, for sure. Yeah. I, I trust so much the detection report we're going to get from Evan S. Can't wait. But I question so much the record of Stallion Battalions and whoever the manager is of that organization. Yeah, and this is what I'll say. I mean, from the Fight Club League, as we wrap this up for a podcast, um, we know, we know that Evan S is good at what he does. So good. We have He's seen, we have seen and we have heard of the good news. It's the reason that yeah. our league is so strong and the members are so strong because 100%. we have gotten out 
colluding members. Yeah, exactly, 100%. And we know that Evan S. knows how to get to the bottom of it. So for all the trust that we have in Evan S. as a lead investigator, yeah. for all the the merit that he's earned from this league, mm-hmm. God, just, you know, really splitting the chaff from the wheat, really oh. separating, you know, from from what really matters in the league mm-hmm. to what doesn't matter. I'm really excited for his report. I'm really excited for his input on how he's going to move forward with his investigation and the news that he's going to have in the coming weeks. Yeah. This I'm excited. I know there are leagues in the good hands. That's such, what I know. Such good hands. So we pass it over to the investigation bureau. We, we, we trust them with their investigation of the commissioner to make sure there was no collusion involved here. Yep. And we look forward to a report to all league members nationwide because yeah. across the fight club league that we will get an update as to this investigation, how it's moving forward again. No news is bad news. We're looking for news immediately on this investigation to make sure that we can mitigate the concern that is our commissioner essentially tampering with the schedule early on in the league to give himself a win advantage going into the bye week starting week six. Consider this investigation ongoing. Consider this an investigation ongoing. Active. Always alerting. Thanks for listening to the pod if you made it this far. We're here. We're doing it against all odds. We're back in it, and we've got the best guys. Have an effing good, freaking great weekend. Except everyone who's going against Patrick P. and Ben P. <laughs> all right. Over Bad luck now. to you. We'll see you. See ya.